It's time for Type 40, real time for Type 40, a Doctor Who podcast from the Spacebook for the Fandom Podcast Network with me, Dan Hadley, Birmingham's King of the Geeks. It's Sunday, the 23rd of October, 2022. We've just seen the end of an era, another era in the Hooniverse. And now, for the very first time, we're coming at you live, ready to deliver to fire right at you. Piping hot Doctor Who content and conversation once again on our free speaking, big thinking show for everyone. Whatever decade or century you started watching, reading or listening along to those ongoing adventures of our hero, Doctor Who. This may be a, a TARDIS, but we have no time to waste. Thank you to everybody who's joining us. We're streaming this live to YouTube and to Facebook in front of a, a live chat full of friends and companions. Just like you, we're going to get stuck into all of that shortly. Thanks for being here, everybody. Can't wait to hear what you've got to say about all of that and all of what's, what's to come, not just with us, but perhaps next year too. I haven't spoken to anybody about this yet. Minutes ago, we watched that conclusion. I'm about to find out what they think too. So let's bring in my companions. First of all, I haven't spoken to him for ages, come to think of it. But he, he's looking, I think, yeah, he's looking quite chipper. Let's bring him on. The original lunatic, my friend, Mr. Simon Horton. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I, I'm either chipper or hysterical. I'm, I'm honestly not certain which. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's brilliant to be here. <laughs> oh, it feels like we've just been force-fed a, a cocktail of, of stuff, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit. I, I do feel a little bit overfed, and I've got. I've just had some paracetamol because my head is hurting. <laughs> to be honest, so I have had the paracetamol. I advise them to. Oh, no, I can't advise paracetamol. No, no, no. But you need something <laughs> to get you through that. That's for sure. We're all hyper. I think he's been on the Smarties, everybody. What, what do you think? Let's know in the live chat. Paracetamol or Smarties? Were they? What color were they? These things that you took, Simon? <laughs> uh, yeah, blue. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, mate. Good to see you. I can't wait to get talking about all of this, for better or for worse. And we're joined by, yes, more of the regulars. First of all, yes, she's back to our friend Charlotte Shields, back on Type 40. Hiya. It's over. <laughs> it's over, but something else has begun. And it does. She's gone. She's gone. <laughs> and a certain doctor has come back, folks. What a rush. And uh, I tell you who else is back. It's the writer, producer. <laughs> director and big old mega geek he's got a film on netflix at the moment everybody <laughs> even better it's our mate ian david diaz back in type 40 yeah okay so this is it for the time being more people are going to join us we've got more companions joining as the show rolls this is a first for us we've never podcasted live streamed live after a brand new episode of doctor who before a little bit hype there's a lot of people watching thank you to everybody for being here please like the video now you're going to be having far too much fun later on aren't you like the video subscribe mm. to the channel hit the cloister bell we heard a lot of the cloister bell in this didn't we <laughs> yeah <laughs> towards the ending that was going off constantly in fact i think there were towards two the cloister ending. bells yeah. were there two cloister bells at one point Ian? um yeah <laughs> and two tardises and mm. lots and lots of doctors a few companions a couple of masters too i think so much to to get stuck into mm. thank you everybody so where where do we start with this okay I, I, I was wrong about lots of it, but I was right about lots of it too, Simon. So that conclusion, that was electrifying, wasn't it? Was it? Um, <laughs> um, I, maybe I was watching the other show, uh, the other side. I don't know. I so you, you, you got on... You got a lot right, Dan. Mr. David Tennant was back. Okay, he didn't regenerate into the spacesuit, but there he was at the end of it, stood. I knew they wouldn't put him in that stupid clown costume. Her costume suddenly disappeared, and there was David Tennant wearing what, the what, what, suit. What like, what? 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 Like, yeah, what That's what I thought. 
I mean, I, know, I do realise that when William Hartnell transferred into, into Patrick Trappen, OK, yeah, we know that, yeah. that, that the costume changed then. OK, fair enough. Yeah. But times have moved on since then. And we kind of realised that was a mistake. So yeah. they're going to have to have a really good explanation why that why that costume regenerates. Yeah. Along what, what did you think of it, Charlotte, when, when that was revealed? Uh, no, it didn't surprise me because it was... A, I think the ending was a bit rushed, if I'm being honest. Yeah. It just... A lot of this episode to me felt like a lot of things just happened because they had to. And well, that, I really we felt that did, we weren't in the that. same place. I mean, it's, it's exactly what I said. It was enjoyable in one sense, but it was exactly as we've been saying, Charlotte. This episode, and it was nearly a full 90 minutes, didn't stay in the same place for longer than two scenes in, yeah. in succession to keep your head spinning. And you couldn't keep track of what very little plot there was to it, okay. could you? It reminded me of Flux, you know, when we certain episodes, you would just exactly keep going like from scene to scene to scene to scene. So, like, it, it was ex it was very much like, oh, you got to just lots of colours and things Hyper. going on. Yeah. Hyper, yeah, I'd say that's a good word for it, actually. That's it, it, what it, Russell told us. He was gone. right. <laughs> I was just exhausted by the whole thing. I just felt like I was just constantly being assaulted, as you say, Charlotte, by sound and colour and movement and, and spectacle and absolutely no substance whatsoever i just felt exhausted <laughs> yeah. it, the episode never actually felt like it got going simply huh. because it kind of hit the ground running and never stopped and it's just like oh you know, just take a break what, what little plot there was in like seemed to get sort of stuck in the mud quite quickly simon i think they just yeah. forgot about it for 10 15 minutes completely in the middle i honestly I, I literally haven't got a clue what was going on i don't care that i don't know what was going on i, I don't feel that i've missed out on anything it let me I was just completely bamboozled, bewildered. I, I really, I know Doctor Who, you know, you have to kind of work at it's, it's a, it doesn't often make a lot of sense, but, but that was just a complete mess. It was just, it was just noise. It was just dialogue. It was just plot for, for no purpose whatsoever for me. Just nothing. Do you think the idea was to just keep things, throwing things at the screen at us yeah. so we wouldn't notice that absolutely nothing really was happening yeah. of any real consequence, nothing of any real weight. Characters were just there. They, they oh, didn't God. dig into oh, anything God. particular. I, I, I couldn't help but laugh with Graham. It was like, yeah. where's he Where's he magicked himself from? It's like... <laughs> Dan just vanishes. Dan, Dan, there's Vinda. Vinda literally drops out of the sky yeah, for no reason. It's, it's, it's like, oh, we need Dan to be out the episode now, so we'll just make up a reason. It really felt like that in that <laughs> but beginning. Let, but, let's bring, but let's bring Graham back for no apparently good reason yeah. whatsoever and not even explain why he's there. It's just, it's a mess. It was just a mess. And it was fan fiction. Let's be honest, it was 13 yeah, shots of fan fiction. absolutely fan fiction. Well, I think it was fan fiction, generally speaking. It's the, it was the kind of thing you'd find scribbled on a fag packet somewhere yeah. in the Fitzroy Tavern <laughs> after closing time, I think. Whether that's a good or bad thing, I suppose, could depend on, on what kind of fan you are. But personally, yeah, I... Considering that that is as long as something like the Five Doctors, yeah, <laughs> and, it felt, and it felt three times as long as well. I, I honestly was watching the clock, thinking, "Please, please, how much longer is this going on for?" And I looked at the clock at sort of quarter past. Yeah, I was looking at the clock a lot as well. Past eight, thinking, "My God, we're only halfway through it." And I'm already exhausted and bored. I was literally yawning. I was just bored, to be honest. I was just bored. I, I it, must it was say. because of the it was because of the amount of talking, Simon, wasn't it? It yeah. was like yes, yes, they had their action scenes and they did break up a little bit the sort of momentum, but you just had characters just constantly talking at you, yes, telling you this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. 
and, and, and don't you get as well, Charlotte, that it's that feeling that, that, that you're kind of being hit over the head, that you will be impressed by this. This is yeah. epic. Okay, everybody, you know, take note here. This is an epic story. It's going to be big. It's going to be massive. You will be impressed. You will be moved. You will be impressed. You will yeah. be blown away. And we keep moving things faster and faster and faster and faster so you don't notice. It's an absolute load of old nonsense. Now, Stephen Moffat recently said that, you know, what's wrong with this drivel? I've written loads of this drivel. And, you know, that was that's just publicity blurb from him, whether it was said on Twitter or not. It means nothing really. But this this was a, a stream of consciousness stuff from Chris Chibnall that they, they've thrown a lot of money at because it looked very pretty in most places. You're oh, right, yeah. Ian. I think, I think the special effects in this were largely really, really good and quite, quite brash and rather loony tunes, I think. Very, very colourful. And it kind of worked because it was all like that. So it all happened in a little bubble. Well, let's 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 talk about the the um the positive sides of of this episode, right? First of all, the positive side of this episode was that they did try to entertain us, which to a certain degree they did. The second positive side of it was seeing the old doctors back and the um the you know the the um at the ending, especially with Mel and the rest of them. That was that was quite nice. It was quite nice, but again, it wasn't enough to save. Obviously, <laughs> it wasn't enough to save the the episode because all of you have just said exactly what I thought. They just rushed everything. They just they, they tried to make you not think of the plot, you know. And they just kept going and going and going. And it was just it was just a big mess, in my opinion. The only thing that I cheered of at the ending was when she changed and David Tennant came back, and I and we all must have just went. We knew it. <laughs> we knew that oh. was going to happen. And then we were waiting for him to say, what? And then he said it. And we thought, how predictable is that? You know, Ian, so... I was just relieved that I was right about something because <laughs> you know, there was plenty of this that I got wrong. But I was convinced that it would be David Tennant that would be stood yeah, there so when I. that regeneration energy had stopped. You know, I think a lot of people were speculating it might be shooty or even that Jodie wasn't going to regenerate at all. And it was all a big red herring. No, but um, da uh, sorry, Dan, you know, when she went out, and then she was standing near the cliff face and then she was about to explode and the camera pulls away. I was thinking, oh, no, they're not going to just cut it here, are they? That's what <laughs> they I went thought. Back, <laughs> and they went back to I And I was like, they, me and my brother were sitting there. I was like, what? What? Come on, let's say it. Let's say it. And Be then he because and the costume disappeared and he was wearing a different costume. And I was like, what? I was like, they, he's going to say what? speculation, like, what? Ian, that it was going to fade to, fade to black <laughs> yeah, or no. just end in a burst of energy, which I think that that would have been a massive, massive mistake, yeah. wouldn't it, Simon? Because yeah, yeah. the simple fact is that for all that, for as brash as this was and as colourful as it was and as fan-pleasing as it was on the surface, this is an intellectual property that is on its uppers that drastically needs yanking out of the mire, doesn't it? And, and this is a, oh, yeah. a first attempt to do that, a first tug. Oh, yeah. I think, it, I think it was very, very unlikely that, in hindsight that they were going to just end on, on a, a black screen that, and, and leave everybody in speculation. Um, and so, of course, now everybody... Isn't it funny how the Jodie Whittaker is just literally forgotten in an instant, Instantly. just purely by David Tennant appearing on on screen, immediately nobody gives a damn anymore about the Jodie era. It's yep. just now, and I'm not even a David Whittaker fan particularly, but immediately I'm like, okay, well, thank goodness, it's just at least a breath of fresh air. It's like, okay, I finally feel like I'm watching sort of proper Doctor Who again, as opposed to some fan fiction version of it. 
Well, that, that's did, did you what, notice that, though? But that, did you notice all of you that that every chance they got in this story, after the first twenty minutes or so, when they when they got rid of Dan and they'd taken ca- uh, care of some of the housekeeping, at every chance they sh- they could possibly get, they pushed Jody off screen. Yes. Oh wait, and oh, they yes. brought Sasha to one, but he was leading the plot for a long time. Then past doctors were kind of leading the plot, pushing it along. Various other then Ace, various other characters. While the Doctor, the the lead character, the supposed Doctor of the time, was doing less and less, reduced to being just a hologram, just an avatar. And it was yeah. it was to prepare for people to say, yes, we know you can't stand that. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll just push you as far away from the show as possible and remind you of stuff that you that you did like. Sorry, Charlotte, what were you, what were you going to oh. say? I was going to say, the scene, which is probably the highlight for me, which is more of substance, which is when she was talking to the past selves. And I did quite like that idea, to be fair. I think that's a good idea. And just when she was putting next to those, when we, when she was next to McGann, when she was next to Baker, when she was next to M- M- Sylvester, and, oh, I'm blanking Davidson. on it was D- Davidson, Davidson and, Colin. and the first Doctor, obviously, not Bill, but the person who plays him now. David Bradley. It just showed her up so badly. It was like watching those lads. It was like I've got my doctor back. I just it felt yeah. like I was watching old Doctor Who again for a couple. Well, of it minutes. felt like I was watching Doctor Who again for the first time in a few years as yes. soon as those gentlemen stepped on screen. And this is well, nothing against well, Sophie well, and Janet, well, but well, certainly next to those heavyweights, and they are all heavyweights. You're quite right, Charlotte. She she just looks so lightweight in every respect. She looks so wrong in every respect. Um, and the one thing that frustrates me, as, as wonderful as it was to see uh, these doctors back, um, it just irritates me because I didn't want them to appear in a Jodie episode because me neither. it legitimizes the Whitaker era, which I don't particularly want to happen. Um, and I, I'd just rather keep the good doctors in the good stuff, to tell you the honest truth. I just, you know what I mean? It's oh, no, it's, to see them back. I, I know what you mean, but to me, it was just such a startling comparison yeah. to have on screen for that Charlotte, time. I felt that as soon as the, the Doctor and the Master stepped into those two booths, and we knew there were going to be booths, again, that was mm. a definite end of time lift, more, yeah. ripping, off, more ripping off stuff, Ian. As soon as they stepped into those booths and the regeneration well. energy was crackling around, just like in the TV movie. There was lots yeah. of calls, call, calls back to the TV movie in this, including dressing for the occasion and things yeah. like that. But, but that, that was the Master's plan from the TV movie to get the Doctor's body. So he... he effectively pulled it off in this but as soon as that happened it jodie whittaker for me was relegated to a support character in this show well she was i mean there's no choice about it at one point i actually thought once she she regenerated into the master that that was it she was going to be gone till the the last five ten minutes when she came back to regenerate out again into david tennant or whoever the next doctor was going to be Uh, and and there was a part of me that was thinking yeah please just don't bring her back now let the others run with her (laughs) and and look you know the truth of it is the best of that episode was all of the stuff without jodie in gosh i know we've gone over this before but blimey she she just was I think was so miscast. She, she and this show Simon, this show we can even though we have gone gone over it a lot. Something like this, yeah, just just hammers it home. It yeah. seals the deal, doesn't it? it? It it leaves nobody can be in any doubt that we were right. No, that's exactly what I mean. We have gone over this before, and so there's no point going over. We know what we think, but you're right, Dan. It just kind of is okay. Right at the last hurdle, you kind of think maybe 
at the last hurdle, she'll manage to pull it she'll off pull it and actually make <laughs> yeah. it go, wow, actually, there was something in there that we missed first time. But no, no, we, we saw everything we needed to see right back in episode one of this era. Um, and it hasn't changed and it hasn't improved and it hasn't changed my opinion whatsoever. <clears throat> She's gone, everybody. She's gone. That's that's that for Jodie Whittaker and my lip girl. But that's the era of the 13th Doctor over at long, long last. Just over four years on screen at two and a half seasons of... Uh, I was going to say entertainment then. Content. <laughs> two and a half seasons of content and, uh, and ratings that slid further and further and further down the toilet bowl through the U-Bend and out out to sea and uh, it hopefully what comes next can can pull it back for all of us we'll get that series back that we followed certainly that most of us here have followed for for decades for years and that central character that we latched onto that we held dear and we sort of had to hold in our hearts really for the last four years while all this nonsense has played out so you go and see what people have got to say over on youtube and facebook live because we're streaming this live at the moment to a, a chat full of people but before we do that actually we've got one more one more big mouth to bring on as if this four wasn't enough we have uh, she's here too Shaw, Shaw, can you hear me Shaw? can you hear me Shaw? i hope she's not regenerated here she is uh she's regenerating and the new doctor who david tennant there uh, I assure. Are you are uh, you buzzing? How are you feeling? What's the mood there? I'm off she's got, now. She's got a Christmas Christmas jumper on. I know she, it's Christmas already. It's we right. very much I feel like it's been Christmas day all day, Shaw. It has definitely way. felt like Christmas here all day. To. But how do you I feel? How do you feel now? Yeah, her signal's very bad. It's it's okay. Just give her time to give it time to catch up. Mm. Amazing, actually amazing. Good stuff. <sighs> Well, really, while you're really settling bad. in, really um, while you're settling in, we're going to we're going to see what people on. have got to say in the live chat yeah. now and and see check out some of the comments that we've got here. The people who've been good enough to turn up and see us gas on and on about this for better or for worse. Ding dong! Yeah, th- thanks everybody. It's been quite a day here in in the Hooniverse, and, and I mean it. I mean, I, it felt a little bit like Christmas Eve last night. I knew something big was coming, obviously, and I did. I, I felt it was it was that Christmassy feeling this morning, as if I, I couldn't wait to see what was going to happen. But specifically in that last five minutes, <laughs> I wasn't looking forward to the rest of it. It was just that last five minutes. Let's go and see what people have got to say now. Scrolling all the way back. Who, who was here? Who was here early doors? Let's find out. Duncan, Duncan Shaw, he was here. Hi, ladies and gents. Good to see you here, Duncan. Nice of you to join us. Uh, Vanessa Law, she's here too. Just drop by to say hi. I'm having such a nice day. I can't ruin it with her, but I love <laughs> you guys. Thank you, Vanessa. William Jennings was here. He's not going to watch it either. Everything they've done so far has undermined the show. No reason to expect that behavior would change here at the end. Did, did that behavior change at all in did they did they try did they change tack in any way they tried they tried their best i mean as i said right you know um you know people that don't look into shows that deeply like us they'll just look at it at face value and and i guess they'll they'll enjoy stuff like this there are some positive points to the actual show itself but um the rest of 
yeah, the rest of it wasn't wasn't very good. I was texting Dan as I was watching it, going, "Why didn't they kill her? Why didn't the Daleks shoot her? Why this? Why that?" And uh, he was texting me back. So, Christ, you know, it was I fun. Ne- I never it. do. I never do this, but I was making notes, everybody. <laughs> all my notes in my head i thought you know what there's so much nonsense in this just forget about that until later on just have some fun and spitball because there there were so many things which is why is this why is that and simon simon i'm not sherlock holmes a lot of the time this stuff goes straight past me plot holes i don't see them but with chris chibnall's doctor who they open up everywhere like like uh like those time holes in spider-man movies you know well this is this is why you know actually i'm not sure as i agree with ian i don't think the general public will have watched that and enjoyed that no No, i don't i I think i think had it been let's say a 45 minute episode you might have got away with 45 minutes of space an hour and a half i think the general public will have will have Okay, well, Simon, Simon, okay, that's your opinion, and obviously this is my opinion. Um, as I said, um, it's 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 fluff, isn't it? It's fluff, and 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 you know, a lot of normies like watching fluff. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, I I I think the ratings are going to be quite quite. High. I, I agree with you, Ian, but do you see the yeah, distinction that Simon's that Simon's making though? To distract people with that kind of thing for half yeah, an yeah, hour, I agree. I agree. Look, I'm not. I'm not fine against Simon. I totally agree with what well, you're I'm not saying. But, you. <laughs> but but I'm there just... are a lot of people out there that it, w- it would just wash over them, wouldn't they? Just see the spectacle, think, and that's enough you, for them. You but know? do you honestly think they would have sat there for an hour and a half and let it wash? Maybe over? not. I wanted to go. Exactly. <laughs> if it wasn't I, I just, for my friendship you... with Dan, I would have left already. You know? <laughs> We've got Definitely. some interesting comments here in the chat. Heather Sulu says, "Wow, what an episode!" Now, Heather, I'm not sure if you if that's a good wow. Or a bad way. Please explain. Please go into it further. Uh, Richard Brooks says, "What? They had to bring back David to save the franchise." Love the old doctors who completely <laughs> outshone Jodie and, and Co. Anyways, hope you are all doing well. Well, I'm doing a lot more more well now than I have been for the last four years. Funnily Woo-hoo! enough. Hi everyone, <laughs> says Lord Doth. And uh, ahoy, shipmates from Crumpling Dublin. Uh, there's a Facebook user here who says it wasn't as bad as I dreaded. Now, if you are watching on Facebook, I should have reminded Thanks, you earlier on, shouldn't I? You See? have to click that little link. Click the link over on Facebook, and that <laughs> connects to StreamYard. And then StreamYard tells us who you are. And you're no longer a Facebook user. You are you are yourself in, in name, and we can all get on first name terms. It's a lot more friendly, isn't it? So that's, that's how that mm. works over there. The classic yeah, 80s but- fanboy, Carl, he's here too there, Charlotte. Yeah, I'm just thinking to what Ian just said, though. I think they purposely people this episode didn't touch any canon stuff, didn't touch any law yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh, God. They, yeah. they didn't. They didn't touch the Timeless Child. They didn't touch... What? Ruth was just uh, was, was literally just there as a hologram. Yeah. So she didn't have any further of her doctor's story. Who the is slightest. the girl... Sorry, um, Charlotte. Who was the girl in the, in the capsule in the beginning? The, the she was a hologram as well. She was... A, so why did the... Cyberman wanted no, a little black girl. I, I half expected you to text me and mention that actually, because yet again, you know, the the answer to everything is the, the ethereal sort of the, this um, this uh, intergalactic energy entity, this wonder mm. of the universe. The answer was once again a little black girl. I, I thought you might have picked up on that. I, I didn't. I I haven't didn't watch the rest of it, so I'm assuming you guys knew who she was, and I didn't no, know who she was. No, oh, completely right. different. I mean, I wondered, Charlotte, if it was connected to the Timeless Child, because well, obviously exactly that was a, a child of ethnic origin, and we know that Chris Chibnall. I'm sure he doesn't think he's a racist, but a lot of this material I feel is quite racist, and that does seem to be the kind of 
connective tissue that he would join. And yet, you're quite right. Until now, until you mentioned it, mm. they didn't touch on any of that law whatsoever. So potentially for us, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it could nice. be a good thing. I, I think that's a good thing. I think that's a sign that Chibnall didn't have the backbone to finish whatever he was planning originally. Mm. And that oh. he's, he's actually run away scared because, like I said, there was, was, there was no wrap-up of the fob watch, the timeless child wasn't mentioned, the memories weren't mentioned, the previous lives were hardly mentioned. Well, what was also interesting following on from that, Charlotte, was, of course, the fact that we do get the first Doctor there being, presumably, the first Doctor, you know, that... The, mm. That, that yes. was interesting that they that they were there were what was the four classic doctors there, um, which would suggest that he's kind of acknowledging that that, that they are significant at least. Which which well, it's reaffirmed but, that that incarnation that originated by Hartnell and played by David Brad, David Bradley. It's it's hinted that that is the original the first incarnation of the Doctor after after all, and I think that's as close as we can get to Chris Chibnall retconning his own retcon there it suggested that i think you i think so well if, if you think about what they were doing in the episode they were like her guiding force weren't yeah. They? yeah so and it wasn't and it wasn't sorry no i was gonna say it wasn't the shot it wasn't the timeless child that was the guiding force mm. Mm. no, no. Let, let, let's think about all the callbacks to classic that were in this yeah. episode yeah and considering what he tried with the timeless child i think this is a massive pedal back I mm -hmm. think this is a massive one. And mm -hmm. now you mention it, even the fugitive doc doctor, she wasn't even the fugitive doctor. She was a, no. a, a projection as well. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so the the one character that could have been a bit of a furthering of this whole arc wasn't even her. Mm. So I just found that a bit like, Also, it didn't amazing. explain why she why she was why she was a hologram and why she was there in the first place, did it? The no. the, the, I, the, the next door neighbour doctor. You know, I, the council estate doctor. I was confused. I think, I think Yaz picked that thing on purpose to trick them. That was the impression I got. Oh, Yaz was picked that, Yaz that doctor doing? to distract, and so they didn't like the master. Was didn't think beyond. Oh, the doctor's back. Because the fugitive doctor wasn't physically there, was she? No. No. That's how I took it. But I thought it was the I thought it was the Whitaker doctor that was projecting us somehow. Why I don't know. But then again, I don't know why anybody did anything in this. <laughs> No. Sure. How do you how do you feel about this now? Obviously, it finished as we're talking. This finished around forty five minutes ago. Uh, how how are you feeling about it all? Are you are you buzzing or are you glad it's over? What what's the temperature like there? All of the above. I'm just. I don't know if you can hear me. All right. Sorry, my connection wasn't very good. So I just had to. Okay. Got, you know. Back, am I good? Oh, fantastic. Okay. Um. Yeah. I was. Uh, oh, but nice to see you, Simon. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Loved it. I, I know that not a lot of people are going to think that it wasn't perfect. It wasn't. You know, ten out of ten. Doctor Who very seldom is, unfortunately. But yeah. I really liked this. And told you, Simon. I'm really happy. Cool. So, uh, what, <laughs> so, what? What were the high, what were the high worry, points? What were, well, what were the high points for you? Then we're catching up with you for the moment. So, what were your high points? Oh. Thanks. Um, seeing those doctors, never ever thought for a second we were going to get that, and I'm so happy. And I said this before in the last stream that we did. Any fan service is good fan service at this point. You need <laughs> to bring back those that have been with this show for so many donkey's yeah. years. No offense, really? guys. Um, Bloody cheek! Have you heard this, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> you need you need to pay homage to that. You deserve it. So yeah. why not? 
Agreed. And I'm really, really happy that you got that. Um, high points, high points, high points. Um, the sort of fake regeneration wasn't necessarily a high point, but I didn't see it coming. So I was quite, but I wish, I don't know if you've gone over this, so I'm sorry, but I wish they sort of stuck with that for longer because I really enjoyed that. Um, and then had her come back somehow in the last 10 minutes or so. Um, and then obviously the, the high point. The more time they have, because we've speculated here, <laughs> they took every opportunity they possibly could to get Jodie Whittaker and her terrible performance off the screen because next to everybody, she was largely awful. Uh, and it didn't matter who they, was, who they were substituting her for, whether it was Sasha Dewan or, or past doctors or Ace, yeah. they had every chance they possibly, every chance they possibly could. Yeah, potentially. I don't care at this point because I think Sasha Dewan's uh, master was on point. I said to, I think it was all of you actually that, that are here yeah. now, I said that I want to see a master that is a true master. Hypnotism, done. You know, going into different forms to make sure he can be sneaky, done. Only him. I was, and, exactly, and only <laughs> the master, I don't know, I'm not quite sure what's going on. I'm still a bit like, ah. um, but <laughs> everything, everything. Yeah, still a bit giddy, but I like to see that in a master, and I was so happy to see it. I've not seen many masters mm. do that, so I was really, really happy. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of more high points. I mean, there's only one high point for me. I am absolutely <laughs> I'm so, so happy. Back. I mean, it I, looks, mean uh... I wouldn't have minded seeing him. Where the bloody hell were you? But that's great, okay. Yeah. I'm fine. I thought this geezer showed up, but he didn't. That's absolutely fine too. I don't mind. Rusty the garlic. Um, no, he was. He was. Yeah, uh, yeah he was found wanted. I mean, on the last the last uh, edition of Type 40 Live, Charles, we uh, we talked about how how this could be overburdened. In fact, I think we all we're all worried about this. You know, Dalek, Cyberman, all the rest of it. And they all turned up. Yeah. Uh, even if, and you could say, okay, it's no better and no worse than other celebratory episodes of Doctor Who. You know, they were the Daleks. They were part of the of the uh, of the promotional material. So were the Cybermen. So were everybody else. In fact, not many people, not many people that you would have wished to see in a Doctor Who celebration didn't turn up. There were a couple of people I think we'd have loved to have seen again. But, you know, you, <laughs> oh my you God! Can't, you can't have you can't have everything, can you? But again, yeah. they and I wouldn't say okay. they did something interesting with the Daleks, but they did initially the whole idea that oh, there's a there's a rogue Dalek here, Simon, who is uh, going against against the rest, contacting the Doctor. We have seen it before, but we haven't for a while. And but that was again, they dangled that, but did nothing with it. How did yeah, you feel about that? Well, I, I just thought that it was completely pointless putting the Daleks in other than have them there purely visually because they did nothing. They contributed That's nothing true. to the plot, ultimately. Literally zero. The Cybermen. <laughs> Neither did the Cybermen. Completely and utterly pointless. So they were there purely as window dressing and kind of fan service to sort of say, well, it's a special, so we've got to have the Daleks and the Cybermen in it. And so... I, it, to me, it was it was just tedious. I didn't I didn't enjoy the Cybermen in it. I, I, that half Cyberman whose whose name escapes me I, just frustrates the life out of me. Oh, I love him. I can't. <laughs> I just, now can't I loved him it. too. I I liked that actor and I liked the concept. But again, he's one of several characters, Simon, where. He was in this, but I've no idea really why he was there. No. So Ashad was there. He turned up, did absolutely nothing. It could have been anybody doing anything. Vinda yeah. turned up, could have been absolutely anybody doing anything. Barely said a word. Looks very and pretty, I though. I hate to, <laughs> I hate to say, he's a very pretty man. <laughs> I don't really know why Tegan was in this either. You know, Tegan's my favourite no. companion, but it could have been absolutely anybody. Um, Janet was fine oh. in the role, but it could have been anybody just running around. Yeah, I, I, I've got a feeling why, and I think the problem was they did so much less until they had that moment with their doctors. 
it mm. felt like before that they were just there like you said for no particular reason and then they were there for a reason yeah but for me that that almost that almost even though it's a really good acted scene and i actually felt a bit of something for that because it just once again didn't get led up too nicely for me and they were just doing nothing beforehand yeah it just felt a bit flat even though it uh, shouldn't because like i said it was quite well acted and written and it should have done more for me but because of the way the characters were treated it didn't Simon, so tegan, tegan was the main reason you were watching this wasn't she uh, Dan, Tegan was the sole reason I was watching this. There was one reason alone, and it was for Janet oh. Fielding, and that's it. And I have to be honest, I honestly thought the best stuff in the episode was the Janet Fielding and the Sophie Aldred stuff, and then the old, the, yeah. the, the, the original Doctors. Um, but, 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 you know, let's be honest, the original Doctors are there merely as cameos more than anything else. It's kind of one throwaway scene. Whereas, obviously, Tegan and Ace have a more consistent role throughout the piece. Um, and I have to be honest, I would have, I would have liked to have seen a lot more of it. I, I found Janet Fielding and Sophie Aldred absolutely gave, for me personally, perfect performances. They were spot yeah. on. They picked up the characters again. And Yeah, they did, yeah. My, my only feeling was, I think that the script actually did them both a disservice. Um, I don't think, well, let's be honest, it was Chris Chibnall writing. He, you know, I don't think he did the best thing he could have done with those characters. And you're right, Dan, it could have been any companion in there. And let's be honest, bless her, if Elizabeth Sladen was still alive, undoubtedly it would have been Sarah that he would have brought um, back, probably. Can I ask a question? How does um, Ace know Tegan? Did they meet in a previous episode? Or I something? Want to, no, no. I, I'm assuming, Ian, that what mm. happened here, what they were trying to say in, in this wonderful writing that Chris Chibnall does so well, is that they had been brought in by UNIT, and so it was literally UNIT that mm. had put them together, and that's how they oh, got I see. To okay. It was purely okay. because UNIT had, had, had found these people. Mm. And, and Tegan, right um, okay and, and brought them on board as operatives another um, thing i'd just like to mention as well i i mean i haven't watched obviously the jody era but i really hate the idea that someone else can fly the tardis other than the doctor oh absolutely yeah hate it absolutely. what's that about yeah everybody can fly about? the tardis now apparently yeah, yeah. i don't well, mind the doctor helping other people to fly exactly, the TARDIS yeah. and instructing them how and i also i kind of don't mind the t uh, telepathy if um, the the TARDIS is doing something for yeah. them, that's also fine by me. But yeah, no I think one, I, no, no one should. I, I think had had the TARDIS been doing the flying, yeah. you're right, Shah. I think that would have been fine that if the TARDIS yeah. was taking the lead. But it's Yaz. So suddenly Yaz can fly the TARDIS. Um, but just going back, backtracking just very quickly, back to the whole Tegan and Ace thing. The, the cynic in me is confident that what was going on here was that Chibnall was purely just throwing in a couple of favourite companions of old dinosaurs yeah. like me. They were, um, yeah. Just purely to drag in a few extra viewers, and undoubtedly it will have done that. I probably would not have watched this episode had it not been for Tegan and Ace being in there, and there are going to be others. So I honestly think that was the sole reason for bringing these companions back, was purely mm. to drag in a handful more viewers also Absolutely. again right the, the writing's so bad that there was that scene where they first um materialize on that planet with the big squirrely thing i don't know what that was um and um and and she was explaining the plot 
She was explaining oh, yeah. what was going yeah, on yeah. again. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you're sitting there going. A lot of Chibnall stories have been exactly like that. Yeah, and, uh, I'm not, in I'm all not of them as well. He either, I mean, it, it, it happened in reverse this time, come to think of it, because in other stories, what he's done is they've tended to be quite witty heavy. They've tended to be quite Whittaker heavy, but that what they've done what they've done is I know it's it's tradition in Doctor Who to separate the Doctor from the companions, but what mm. Chibnall always did was put the Doctor in a situation like like that at the beginning where she goes off somewhere, usually in another dimension or on another planet, and then she talks her way through a story while the doc, while the companions sit there twiddling their thumbs somewhere else. But in yeah. this, they sort of flip that. So they annex, annex the Doctor because they know nobody likes her, and they, they increase the supporting cast to get them going from place to place to place really quickly, telling people what was going on. So it was, it was just the same thing in reverse. Uh, Blue, Blue Planet's here watching on YouTube and says, well, what I saw of that sucked. Uh, Sasha Dewan and Whitaker are as cringe as ever. I think that's rather, rather damning. I, I do disagree with disagree. that because although I feel that the Daleks and the Cybermen could have been anything as you said simon it is just window dressing which I, I try i'm trying to be generous it's kind of a celebration that has been done before i, I get it but i was i thought sasha Dewan was fantastic in this he was and excellent uh, and I, I think i said on the last podcast how i felt that he was great in spy four part one and everything just disintegrated after that and the character got more and more cartoonish and he just uh, he just cranked it up every excess going just manic 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 whereas in this although i think we got kind of three masters and all of a sudden he's northern and uh, i couldn't quite work that out but we got sort of two or three masters and i still don't know who was who and why how he could be in two places at the same time but sasha's performance was back to being that contained menace that he was in spy four part one and it was almost like i thought it was a different character almost and, and the master that i kind of grew up watching yeah i can agree because people know i have been very critical of sasha after that episode like you i loved him in spy four part one and then he became a cartoon I saw some, I agree, when he was in that outfit, he did some really good acting, like some really good masterwork. It was toned down. It was sinister. A lot. It was, even when he was like being the doctor, even then, it was, it was interesting. Like that's the word I'd use to watch that performance because it was still sinister, but he was trying to be a doctor at the same time. Doing a one-up so, again. I mean, I suppose I did get my wish finally of, of seeing Sasha Dewan play the Doctor. You know, I wanted him to be cast <laughs> back in back in 20... I think I wanted him cast in 2013, 2014, come to think of it. But I, I was certainly... He was right at the top of my shortlist in 2017, whenever Capaldi left. Mm, I have to be honest, I'm going to be the voice of dissent here. Sorry, folks. I, I'm agreeing <laughs> with other people like Jack Thursby, etc. in the chat. I, he was excruciating. He was just too, too far over the top. I felt like I was watching a pantomime. Uh, just for me, just too manic. Um, I actually thought, giving Chibnall some credit on this, I thought some of his dialogue actually was pretty good in, in places. Um, the, the Master's dialogue was probably the best dialogue in the whole yeah. thing. Um, but Sasha Dewan, sorry, it's just cringeworthy for me, just excruciating. It's just like, come on, mate, just dial it down a bit. You know, you, you don't need to overcrack. Also, this, this, sorry, this idea that Ace can open up the floor and suddenly get guns out and have her old jacket in there and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm going, oh, God. She stashed you know it all I mean? in there. It's just, like, ridiculous. I just think it's ridiculous. Absolutely Why? ridiculous. 
because <laughs> it's, it's well, Ian, because where would, like you would hide there. you would hide that in the floor. Why would you do that? I can understand why she'd have had. Yeah, yeah. To me, very big nitpicky, and I'm not being funny. To me, if you're gonna get Ace back, if you wouldn't bring you wouldn't bring Leela back and not have her with a Janus thorn or carrying a blade at some point, or at the very least wearing a leather satchel, some callback, and to have Ace back and not have some of those signature items, I think would have been a big mistake. But I agree with you, Ian. Why would she stash all... How would she stash all that in the floor at Unit? Yeah. Surely this is yeah. Ace. She'd Surely be wearing Unit it a, would know. She'd be it, wearing it. Yeah. She'd be stashing it all in a rucksack, which you'd have on her back. Yeah. Spot on. That's exactly what I was saying. That's what I'm saying. That's always going to happen in a rucksack. Yeah. Not that's what I'm saying. Units. I agree the, with you. Yeah, she 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 wouldn't she wouldn't nah. put it in the floor, right? Because obviously security is is, is paramount at, at unit, and they'll be saying, "What are you doing? Why are you sticking stuff in the floor?" You know, you've got to look logic. Exactly, you've got to use logic in in this sort of thing. And and, and that, you know, there are a lot of people like that that would just gloss over them, you know, and and they'll just think it's okay. Like, I want sharp. to catch up with some more. <laughs> so I want to catch go. up with some more messages in the live chat because we've got a big audience here on YouTube and Facebook. Thank you to everybody who's turned out to to watch us go through all of this because obviously it's a very intense ninety minutes being served that by Chris Chibnall. So, so, so many things, so many <laughs> things though, because because the episode, I said it, it moved, it moved and spoke that quickly to to keep our heads spinning so we couldn't work out how awful it was. But when they hit you with that many of of what people call member barriers, that many drops of nostalgia, things that connect to your own childhood, it's very difficult to sort of swim through all that. We've got a, a comment here from Bonnie Ray Lamborn who said that was a surprisingly good episode. I think a lot of people yeah. may may feel that way mm. uh, philip king says hello to everyone and what the hell was that so that's <laughs> hello, the at the other end of the spectrum uh, jonathan cox regular viewer jonathan cox says i agree i agree it was watchable and uh, ding dong as the song goes says oh, the darren yay. zone a <laughs> long time friend of the show that. derek brady's here and says uh, i didn't have a clue what it was all about but i got a kick seeing classic doctors <laughs> thank christ she's gone actually jody was the weakest link subpar acting but it was all worth it for for 10 seconds of david tennant i again i completely agree uh, richard brooks says the boring bits uh, full of action were definitely remnants of chib's script so okay yeah, this is a, a script entirely by chris chibnall he's the only writer to get a credit on this oh my god and and yet and it was hardly a work of genius no, <laughs> you know, I'm happy to say, and I hope I, I hate to say this, but I hope he never writes for the show again. I wish him no ill will, and I hope I hope for his professional career that he recovers from this. But I don't want to see this guy anywhere near Doctor Who again. This was the least offensive of most of the things that he's turned in on Doctor Who, and I do wonder. I do wonder, was some of this? You know, we've all mentioned some of the dialogue being okay. Do you think it could have been punched up by Russell T. Davis, Simon? Well, who knows, but, but now you're mentioning Russell T. Davis, as far as I understand, I, I keep being told that it's the new production team uh, under Russell T. Davis that, that, that supposedly edited this episode, from what I understand. Now, I'm sorry, if that's the case, then my heart sinks and I, and I lose faith <laughs> in the Russell T. Davis era, because my God, that editing-wise, it was just a horrendous mess. It yeah. didn't, to me, it didn't help well, what was a well, terrible script. <laughs> Can you imagine what it was, if that is the truth? Then can you imagine what it was like before they got their hands on it? Thank you. Yeah, Dan. but that's that true. That's my thought. It's true, Dan. You're absolutely right. You can't polish a 
you know, the no, end of that sentence. And and that's probably what they had. They had that, and what could they do with it? That's the best they could Maybe. do with it, you know? You know? The best thing that this era has had, uh, had going for it since Series 12, I think, is Jamie Magnus Stone. He directed several episodes of Series 12 Excellent. and some of Series 13, and I thought he did bring a sense a sense of pace to this and, and of colour and a sense of identity, which I felt that the 13th Doctor's era has, has kind of lacked for the beauty of some of the cinematography in series 11. It didn't seem to have any identity of its own. I feel this gentleman has single-handedly brought this era some sort of style, some sort of visual kick in the same way Rachel Talley did with the 12th Doctor stuff. So uh, thank heaven for Jamie Magnus Stone. But as you say, Ian, you can't really polish a turd. And, and this this whole uh, script, yeah, this whole production if it was tightened up. And it did seem to flow better. I mean, if, if anybody was unfortunate enough to watch Legend of the Sea Devils, that was it, that I felt like I... it had been cut with a rusty blazer. It was so amateurish, amateurish. It was unbelievable. This at least felt like a halfway presentable. It felt like a professional production. I won't be churlish about it. It was a professional production. Sorry, I, I, I can't help thinking that, that, that it, this, this could have been better had it been cut down to an hour. I'm really, I'm really deadly I... serious about that. An hour and a half is just way, way, way too long for what was a, a pile of fan fiction, for, for, for want of a less polite term. Um, and I just think that had they just cut it down to an hour and given it, it to me, it wasn't. The pacing was just too ballistic. It was too scattershot. It was too all over there. It's just, just give it a bit of room to breathe. Let it, there was too much music in it. Had they given it a bit of room to breathe, had they slowed it down a little bit, had they taken huge chunks of it out, massive, massive chunks of it out, it might have been far, far more watchable than it actually was. That's my personal feeling. I think, you know, I can see somebody in the chat saying, well, they could only work with what they were given. Yeah, they can, but you can save shows. Ian, you know this, I know this. You can save shows in the edit. There's no yeah, two ways can. about it. But... And, and I think that that could have been, I, could, I think it could have been better. With it could better have been. Editing, you, you're, you're right, Simon, but if if the, the foundation is bad, the whole house is going to come down and the foundation is the writing. And the yes. writing for this is really bad. Therefore, the house won't stand. And it didn't. This was so badly written. And so and so you can see they were trying to polish a turd. And mm -hmm. they did the best they could. And that and and you know, there are some nice bits in it, as I said, but the but, but it, it, as a whole, it's it's not a very good episode as far as I'm concerned, logic wise. I, so, have, you know, the, I have the a problem, quote. Go on, sorry, sorry, Charlotte, carry on. I, I was going to say, I think, honestly, sort of to combine what Simon was saying about the runtime and the editing idea, I just think there wasn't enough story to yeah. sort of have this massive feature-length runtime. And that's where it, it comes back to the, the, the this foundation of the house, which is the screenplay, which is the script. That's the yeah. reason why. The it's solely, it's solely his fault. Thing, with the conversion planets, that they had several things going all all at once, mm. and they never—it was just a, a gizmo. It was never explained. Yeah, yeah, it was never really, never explained at all. Mm. What, how, where, and the, and exactly. these things all vanish, as uh, always with Chris Chibnall. They all vanish in a puff of smoke as well, Simon. So it's it's almost yeah. like some sort of feverish cheese dream. Well, it is just absolutely, and it is just throw everything at it. I mean, that that monster, the, the alien, whatever it was that was on the planet, was it called a current or something? What was like it? I don't know what it was called. Couldn't I couldn't even hear what she was saying. Either. That was you another know, problem with this episode. Some of the sound mixing was really, really bad. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't hear, hear a lot of dialogue. Yeah, you couldn't hear a lot of dialogue. So I didn't know what that, that 
that alien was. That was just kind of, well, let's be honest, it was a plot device. Simple as that. It was a plot device. So let's just use it as the end and, and so blast a, a bolt oh, of yeah. energy into the planet. But then yeah. the, the master can somehow, the master's got a little gizmo that can move the beam onto the, oh, come on, for God's sake. It's <laughs> it was very, <laughs> very <laughs> wily coyote in the roadrunner, wasn't it? It was. Um, the time modeler here says, a poor story writing, as the bloody thing made no sense, we still get too many threads, numerous unexplained resets, but at least it's all over. Tardis yes. Spider just says counting there. And uh, Jack Thursby adds, not even the nostalgia factor, which was dialed, to, dialed up to 11, was enough to get me excited. Uh, Sasha was just so unbearably cringy. Oh, it looks like it's just me and me and, uh, and you guys. I, I, yeah, a lot I've, of, lot of people dissing Sasha here. I've got to admit, Dan, I'm that um, it's really nice of them to actually acknowledge, even though this is the Jodie era, to acknowledge the classic Doctors in this. Yeah, I, I really did like seeing them back on screen, even so, though they looked really yeah. old. Because the 50th oh, didn't I'm really, sorry. did they? The 50th didn't really embrace them. But obviously, the no. worst person in the world in the history of Doctor Who, Chinballs, embraced them, which is so, <laughs> so annoying to oh, me. He ran to who them in cares? desperation. I do not care. I don't care. I'm still, I'm still on cloud nine. No one's going to ruin this for me. I really, really enjoyed it. I was I'm really glad. happy. All I wanted oh, was I'm a story, glad. and I got a story. And I'm really, really sad that not a lot of people liked it. I said last time that if you don't like it already, you're not going to like it, and that is just unfortunately how it is. But I thought, I'm not going to say it was perfect. You, of course it wasn't. It was horrendous at parts, but it was also brilliant at parts. And I found myself... You shouldn't I'm feel not, sad that I've, we didn't enjoy it. Sure, I've I feel happy that you enjoyed it. Listen, I wouldn't go so far as to say that I enjoyed it, but this was... I, I think there were, there were enough... <laughs> There were enough pleasures. There were enough pleasures in this. There were enough old faces and things for me to latch onto that it didn't feel like the longest ninety minutes of my life, which which was a relief. I did think it looked pretty. I did think it was a mercy that Whitaker was hardly in it. So I, I again, I don't That's want to say I, I, I don't want to say I enjoyed it, but I'm very aware that this didn't feel like an ordeal to get through. Whereas multiple episodes of the Whitaker era have, and, and other yeah. shows lately too. And um, I, I was relieved when it was over. I, I, I won't well, lie. God, sorry, sorry. No, well, sorry, Dad. No, all I was going to say is I have to be honest, there were parts of it that I enjoyed. Um, yeah. But I have to be honest, looking at it, I think, and maybe maybe I am just an old dinosaur here, but no. I honestly <laughs> No, think, you're not. I, I think I probably am. I honestly think if Tegan and Ace had not been in it, it would have been unbearable. Mm. Um, they, they weren't in it a lot, and they weren't brilliant, and the parts weren't brilliantly written. I'm not saying that they were. They were. Uh, uh, there was anything no, I know what you mean. It. But I do kind of look at it now and think, if it hadn't been for them, I would have found yeah. that probably the toughest 90 minutes of my life to watch. They were at least, for me personally, a breath of fresh air. They grounded it a bit. They made some sort of sense. They had of every actor in there of every character in there they were the only ones that for me had even the tiniest bit of sort of integrity apart from again the cameos obviously obviously goes that saying the from time the, the time modeler agrees with you here the classic characters saved it yeah, I, so, I thought that so, i thought that sophie 
Sophie Aldred as Ace from the minute that you saw. We've all seen the picture so and the trailer, so we knew it was her stood in that gallery. I mean, that thing about the missing paintings, that went nowhere in it either. Yeah, it did. Oh, and it was stupid. It was really stupid. That's what I'm saying. There are parts of this where I'm like, that was really shit. <laughs> so I'm not saying <laughs> There's it. a girl it that like liked amazing. it. And the best. And yeah, exactly. And I enjoyed it. So what was that telling you? No, so I'm not no, surprised. But from the moment that we saw her in that gallery, every moment that she was on screen, you could see, and, and she hasn't physically played this character for over 30 years. I mean, yeah, we could count that. That was a lovely thing that P. McTighe did for the Blu-ray range a couple of years ago. I love that. You can't, I can't really count that. Mm. This was the first time she's properly been able to, to slip into this role for any extended period of time and do anything with it. And I, I did, I thought she was electrifying and Sophie Aldred deserves to be on television. I just um, lot, like lot to say, I just like to say, right, I don't mind if people like this. I can see the reason why people would like this and I can see why Shah, but Shah, you shouldn't yeah. feel sorry for us that we didn't like it. I feel happy for you that you liked it. That's great. Oh, do you know what I mean? Well, feel I don't, happy. yeah. I feel happy oh, to be great i've got my t-shirt <laughs> like, i got mine on too <laughs> feel happy too ian for ian scales in the live chat right. on youtube who says i enjoy this that's i have to good. say i never expected to that's but great. i loved it that's a resounding good. thumbs up that's good they're, yeah. they're from they're from ian good to have you here richard nice to see you mate glad you've had a good evening we've got a couple and, of and icons also, there so let's be fair if we've been honest with ourselves for for the sake of the show we wanted mm. this to be the best it could for the sake of this show having a, a leg to stand on when it when it go, comes back with Russell, this mm. had to be at least somewhat enjoyable to people. So at least that's happened for some. And I'm yeah. very yeah, happy for those people. It's mm. just, for me, there were bits, like I said, I really enjoyed. But I'm more of a, if the whole of it's got issues, that's still going to be a big issue for me. So that's just the way I am. It's just the, the way only reason people... I'm sad. Yeah, the only reason. Sorry, Charlotte, I didn't mean to cut you off. The only reason I'm sad if people didn't enjoy it is purely because I don't. With everything that went along, with the amount of stuff he threw at the wall and just hoped would go well, I think that's probably the best you could have done in that scenario. <laughs> I don't think any other thing could have helped it. JT, I True. think, has just said Charles always on another planet. I am. Oh, that's, I, oh, that's I want to change. have a quick, uh, <laughs> yeah. a quick acknowledgement here of uh, Will Hadcroft who's watching in the chat to our friend Will, who says, I'm with you, Shah. I enjoyed it for what it was. A great nostalgia kick. I also enjoyed Jodie's final moments, and not just because she was going. So that's very, very pragmatic. <laughs> Sorry, there. do you know from our when we're both sitting on the bodies and looking at the planet, I was going, I actually te texted this to Dan, I was going, please don't kiss her. Please don't kiss her. Please don't kiss her. Right, do you know what? Can we just actually acknowledge this, though? Because there yeah. are people, there is. <laughs> <laughs> because there are people that i mean my phone is going so balmy i'm sorry if there's any vibrations or there's any feedback coming from that um but um i'm so glad they didn't yeah so am i yeah absolutely thank, thank goodness for david tennant said says richard brooks and mate jt he's materialized too in the chat hi jt good to see you i'm looking at all the info now he's, he's having a cheeky look there across across social media and, and maybe looking at some of the publicity i don't know yeah. who knows there could be some more stories and pictures that have broken whilst we've been on uh, jamie knight says the master should have just shot her would have made more exactly sense. yeah <laughs> and, and also the cyberman in the beginning when she confronts him in the train why did the cyberman just shoot her 
Do you know what I mean? Why? Why? Can I just go back to that as well? Isn't it so funny how Ashad's accuracy when it came to shooting was so good? And then it came to Tegan and he all of a sudden became really bad at shooting. Yeah, well, all of them. They were (laughs) like Star Wars stormtroopers. That was just what I was about to say. I was like, (laughs) what was he, a stormtrooper? Me and you, eh? Me and you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Do you know what? I was just going to say though, I I agree. I'm happy that they didn't really touch Thasmin. For for me personally, I was so happy. But I don't know if, for for, for what they were trying to do in the last episode, to not even touch upon it really on this episode, is once again this production team not sticking to anything. Well, does Uh, it show you? They didn't, but they didn't even extend it because they. I think they did touch on something interesting here with with Sasha Dewan's master, with the idea that he was playing head games a little with Yaz. That could have gone somewhere quite interesting, but because the rest of it was all quite bloated, that never got a chance to go anywhere. I think psychologically that could have been quite good. It gave. I actually saw Mandip Gill act in this. I know. It was like I, I felt like too. I'd seen Shergar riding across the screen. She was actually acting there, not for very long, and I, I, so this is why I don't understand why they put Vinder in there. Because the more little characters, and this is nothing against Jacob, I think he's a nice guy, great actor, but and he's beautiful, for all for all the right, you may you may think that I have <laughs> no idea, but um, but you see, for all that the parachuting people in and out of shot like that, it takes away from from actors who I think deserve their moment and that wrap up between Yaz and the Doctor, I, th- I thought was very, very cheesy B- because there was no real reason for it to leave, based on previous Doctors, if we're supposed to believe that the 13th Doctor is the Doctor, this is why it's so easy to decanonise her because other Doctors have got no problem in regenerating and, and carrying on being in the company of the same people. No problem at all. Why did she have to leave Yaz behind? Why did she need to do that bit on her own? None of it made any any sense at all. They, Chris Chibnall should have... Should have um, Found his balls and did some did something really dramatic and really interesting with that character and left them on a sour note if if need be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I because like a bit slow, mate. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm going to say they they had that scene which was like a rip of school reunion, didn't they? When yes. when Yaz comes in and sees Tegan and Ace, yeah. and they're yes. like, "Oh, we were you," and yeah. Yaz looks shocked. And I, I forgive it, them me, that because school reunion was 16 years ago. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't see that personally. Yeah, I mean there was a lot that he ripped off. Journey's End, oh, for example. God, of yeah. course he did. Yeah, you know, like oh, there was so much that he ripped off. But you know, honest, I'm honestly not bothered. I thought it was an enjoyable episode. It's done. It's over. It's done. The, it's done. That's why I'm <laughs> smiling. We're in all this. We're in all this. I've been like <laughs> out all day because simply because I knew it was all going to be over. Come, come it's nine all done o'clock. And, Sorry, I didn't mean. I, I feel like I think there might might be a bit of a delay. So it's as it's I'm okay. talking over people. You I'm go really for sorry. it. Um, but everything, even after the show ended and we got that little preview, just made me so so happy. I'm getting one of my favourite doctors back. I'm getting my favourite companion back, and we get to see the tiniest bit of shooty. And even like three seconds of him looked amazing. And I know I'm still on cloud nine. I know I'm still looking, <laughs> well, we'll for, come, looking on it right, through cloud we'll rose glasses. We'll come to some of that a little later on because there, yeah, so okay. there was so much in this. Uh, Cyber Matt Strike says, would you re-watch it, everybody? Yes. <laughs> uh, now that's another question entirely. I'd re-watch yeah, snippets of, of it on, 
I'd rewatch snippets of it on YouTube or something, like condensed bits of all the bits of the Doctors, the old Doctors together, if they were to condense that. The regeneration, I'd probably watch that again, but I can't see me watching... I, I mean, this is Doctor Who, I probably will watch it all again at some point. I'll probably have to do another review of it. But I wouldn't choose to rewatch this again, I think. Not in the age of clips and YouTube and whatever else. Uh, Jamie Knight says it was enjoyable enough, but I, I didn't hate it. Uh, we've got Isla's crafting and retired life. Is it Isla? Hi, Isla. She says 13 should have regenerated into a CGI Tom Baker. This is a good one, Simon. And let him finish off one of his untold stories. Hand it over to a, a deep fake oh, baker. No. <laughs> uh, that's it. Yeah, deep fake, deep bake, deep baker. Deep baker, deep baker. Baker. It's terrible, Dan. Deep baker. Uh, <laughs> right, just, no, are just, usually on point, Dan. I'll, exactly. I'll just move on. It, we're live this time. People can see the joins. <laughs> got, we've got a comment here from MZ Horsefall who says, even though I'm a massive Jodie Whittaker fan, I think this was Jodie Whittaker's best episode. I think why Jodie wasn't in it as much is because she was uh, pregnant and getting morning sickness. Now, jo she, uh, Thank you for that one, MZ. She was very That's correct. Pregnant, yeah. Jodie was... Jody was in the early stages of pregnancy, so she was suffering from morning sickness. But they didn't know that when they write, wrote the script, did they, MZ? So I, I appreciate that you're, it's very generous. Uh, but no, that, this would have been decided months before that. Thank you for the comment. We're glad to have you here at Type 40. You know, this is a place to hear all views. I, I hope to see you again here at another time. Um, and uh, the Time Modeler says that uh, this episode reinforced that this whole era is a fault of casting. Kate Stewart, Tegan Ace, other female ro roles better delivered. And yeah, Simon's giving me the thumbs up. I think, yeah, that's the conclusion that one has to come to. Speaking Am I being really about... stupid? Sorry. I didn't quite understand what he meant by that. I well, think what I'm... he's saying is that the, that the, that the regular cast are not very good and the and the guest cast that he's brought in that were brought in for this particular episode basically showed them how to do it I think male or female yeah oh i say yeah okay fine thank speaking you speaking of females who always deliver <laughs> we are about to be joined <laughs> oh excellent this, that sounds a lot dirtier than i actually intended in my, really in my head i expect but... nothing less from you dan <laughs> my reputation goes before me yes but she's here i'm happy to say uh yeah a long time contributor to type 40 she's back she's here she must have passed out with excitement but yeah maybe a family have had the smelling salts around her because she's back story eyed girl sarah graham <laughs> how rude Dan. <laughs> What, um, what colour is that T-shirt, Sarah? It's, a, it's blue. I haven't ordered it yet, but I'm going to. It's only October. It is a Doctor Who one, though. Hello. Hiya, Sarah. Welcome to, the, welcome to the party. Merry Christmas. So how's it, how's it been? How's it been for you? What was your evening like? Uh, did you watch this with the family? And how are you feeling? Positive, negative? What do you think of the power of the Doctor? Did you feel it all? <laughs> <laughs> I mainly laughed through most of it, and then <laughs> laughed, laughed. Yeah, uh, well, Yas trying to be all serious. Though. I've heard worse. I'd more on a Friday night in Sheffield. I laughed. My husband laughed. My children laughed. My parents laughed. Uh, I don't think it was meant to be funny. That's funny anyway. Yeah. Uh, my dad walked out as soon as John Bishop came on. Not a fan. Oh, then, not a fan. Five seconds in, then, yeah. And then he said, Please tell me Bradley Walsh isn't in it either. And I'm like, 
Um, yeah, I've, I've been listening um, to what you've been saying. Uh, yeah, it yes. was it was both the best episode she's ever done and the worst written one. God, it was just a copy and paste of previous ideas. What a muddle. Um, but yeah, d- she was barely in it, so that was brilliant. And it, it worked a lot better. <laughs> I always wanted Sasha to want to be the Doctor. Me too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed so it wasn't, that. So it wasn't just me then, that it wasn't just me imagining <laughs> things, that they did everything they could to push Jodie out of this episode. It wasn't yeah, just my imagination. And it was... It worked. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it helped. Work, it helped. It just went, <laughs> gosh, it just flew by, and I was like, where is this going? You know, it wasn't time to breathe, as you were saying, yeah. Simon. It was just... No. One thing, and of course that was the point, you know, don't yeah. think about it too much. So yeah, I think they just played every little trick in the book. Uh, and you know, they pulled it off. And how exciting was that ending? Everybody was excited. Oh. My mum is a big fan of David Tennant. Oh, the, kids, the kids were interested. Um, so it, it's worked, you know, people are going to be excited. So, you know, they they pulled it off, um, but it's not going to hold up under scrutiny and we start going through it and picking it apart. It's all going to fall apart. But yeah, for now, I'm I'm on a high. <laughs> yeah, this, this is what a hero looks like, everybody. This is what yeah. a hero looks like. David Tennant oh, does he look so is, cool. is the doctor. Uh, Charlotte, I understand that uh, that you're that you're out. You, you can only take to- so much excitement in one evening, can't you? So that's, you've, got to, you've got to leave us. Oh, hey, I, turns I, up, was it? One, I, in, I, one, one in, one out. I was going to say, though, I've gone past 10 o'clock, so for me, this is like a late night. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for staying up it's late with us. I'm sorry to miss you, Charlotte. I know. We'll talk soon. Yeah, we'll catch up soon. <laughs> catch up with you soon, Charlotte. <laughs> See you later, love. Have fun, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 We shall. We shall. Yeah, so we were speculating, uh, Sarah, about mm. this episode, about the about the script, about the presentation of it too, because the word is that... I mean, this was directed by Jamie Magnus Stone, has directed several episodes, and the score mm. too by Sagan Akinola. This had actual music in it. Yes, I'm it still did. not sure whether I liked it, but it did feel oh. like it was working with what was on screen, which I've, I haven't had that from Sagan probably since Series 11. So uh, it did feel like it like it matched as a big as a big fan of the music what did you make of sagan's final contribution to doctor who with this it, it was still pretty generic you know action music action beats. It, it was okay um the end bit you know with the oh i was like oh yeah that's a theme i don't remember i didn't remember it i, I remember that from <laughs> the woman who fell to earth it yeah, was it okay it didn't have it didn't have the emotional punch for me like Murray Gold is, and maybe that's a good thing for some because, you know, he, he is known for overdoing it. I remember there was a lot of criticism for the mm-hmm. Peter Capaldi regeneration because it just, you know, went over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I didn't... I suppose it was better because I noticed it a bit more, but, you know, nothing... I just felt it was kind of wall-to-wall music. It's just like... Mm. just. Just give me five minutes without some music in, you know, just a couple of scenes without some music oh. in. Just felt... What is this, Les Mis? They don't leave your senses alone for longer than five no. seconds, I feel sure. I think that's what it was. I think that's exactly what it was. It was 
it did feel to for me personally it did feel like an assault in every you know on all the senses what did you think Rasputin I loved that bit. I thought I personally thought Sasha it was, was terrible. I thought Sasha I was like fantastic. That was Chibnall's version of the sound of drums. Kick on the drums. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. my god. Um, I, did, I, I laughed. Uh, my my 14 year old son cringed and went, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did too. I, I cringe, but I really like that song. So he can dance better than I can, so I'm not going to knock him for that. I have to, I have drank so much to that song before and danced so much to that song. <laughs> Why are we not I surprised, Shah? Of course not. So this, this we deny it anymore. I'm, I'm hungover as it is. I'm not really bothered about actually telling you <laughs> what I've done. Typical, I, I had a Halloween party last night, which is uh -huh. not even part of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still suffering. Yes, I'm, so, I'm, glad, I think... I'm glad it's over, though. I don't know mm -hmm. about you guys, but I am glad her error's over. I am very glad it's very glad it's over. I wish that he hadn't have had to take so so much with it. I mean, I think it could have been a lot, lot worse. I'm glad, as I say, I think, just as Charlotte was saying, I think it's great that they didn't go anywhere near the Timeless Children arc because we can we can write that off now as the, mas the master telling her a big porky pie back in the Timeless Children because nothing we've seen before in 50-odd years supports any of that being true. And oh. to be fair since that point since timeless children there's been nothing since that point either anyway we can write this off as just a load of old nonsense and it'll never it'll never be gone back to i wouldn't i wouldn't imagine and it's the same with the fugitive doctor they didn't nail her down you know it's, she Should could also be with that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she could have could be just some sort of hologram i don't know but we we speculated sarah about mm -hmm. about this entire production that that uh, bad wolf may have i mean this is rumors very strong rumors we're hearing everywhere i think all of us i haven't compared notes with simon i haven't spoke to you for a couple of weeks have i you've obviously heard the same things that i've had probably through the same channels that i've heard them the bad wolf had some sort of final edit over this thing yeah. and it yeah. would seem to be that chris chibnall may have been one of the last people to see it i've got this quote here from chris chibnall he says, uh, I'm really looking forward to not knowing anything. So he's giving this interview to the, to the Radio <laughs> Times. That, that pulls his confidence. <laughs> I, know, wow. I know. So these, these exact words from Chris Chibnall to the Radio Times are about the future of Doctor Who, I'm really looking forward to not knowing anything. I'm lucky enough to have seen the full ending to The Power of the Doctor, and even the tiny little bit at the end just made me thrilled and excited and desperate to see about what comes next. So I'm lucky enough have seen the full ending to a show that what? my name is on the credits of and as a writer and producer what yeah but i was i was told this ages ago i was told this ages ago by my contact in the bbc that he, he basically wrote it and they shot it and they weren't happy with it and then i i, I mean the rumor is it's quite strong i don't know if it's true but yeah it, it someone came in and, and sorted it out but you wouldn't admit to that, would you, Ian? No, but he's not he's not a very clever chap, is he? Do you know what I mean? So there you go. Yeah. There you go. You know, let's, so, uh, let's take a look and see what all the people who, who are listening along, watching along over on YouTube and Facebook have got to say about all this, about all us gassing on, all our theories about what's on screen and what's going on behind the scenes on Doctor Who, because obviously this is this is a, tu a tumultuous time, a time of great joy. There'll be people out there, there'll be a few people out there that are sad, but I don't think they'll be too sad because <laughs> those last few last moments were, were um, yeah, it did feel like Doctor Who was backed in. Let's see what they've got to say. 
uh, we've got plenty of this stuff. I have to say, Peter Harrington, just a WTF. <laughs> I think people are still are still kind of baffled by it. Uh, JT says this is an interfered regeneration. I think there's enough scope in this screenplay Absolutely. and and enough plot holes that they can they can sort of jam this open and and rewrite it uh, and look at the whole the whole retcon retcon the retcon. I think it's it'll be easily done. Mm-hmm. Why Russell T. Davis and Bad Wolf going forward? Are you glad that they've touched on it? I don't know if you got to this point. I'm sure you have. Sorry. Are you glad that they've touched on the Timeless Child or didn't touch on the Timeless Child? Is probably the better way to say. Thrilled um, that they didn't touch on not. it because the less time, screen time they give to that, the, the less it gets embedded into the history, yeah. into the core being of the show. We can just forget all about it in the same way. I mean, I never had a problem with, with the Eighth Doctor being half human. It's fine by me. But I can accept that some people had a real problem with it, and it's confined to just that five minutes of the TV movie or whatever. It, it's yeah. it's fine that it's localised. Uh, but with this, obviously, it's more than five minutes, but it's not that much more than five minutes. And I think over time, the same thing will happen in effect. Some people will clutch onto it, I've no doubt, because they claim it's affected them on whatever level, I don't know. Well, I think they'll, fine, they'll forget. They'll forget about it in record it. time. They'll 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 if and but and they'll protest. But I think most people will be glad to see the back of it all. Go on. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto loss says I feel Chibnall yeah. made up for his Era Six Doctors one episode. Oh, okay. I feel Chibnall made up for his era with six Doctors in one episode. Okay. Russell T. Davis needs to bring back Matt, Chris, and Peter to make Doctor Who feel full circle. Oh, God, if Peter had turned up, that would have just been... You would have fainted, amazing. wouldn't you? I would have fainted. Oh, fainted. I wouldn't be conscious now. Be grateful for small mercies because we did hear this one as well. Crimpling Doubloon says, at least Vinda didn't turn out to be the Doctor's father. That was another another rumour that persisted for a long time that that Vinda and his girlfriend, nobody can remember her name. I, I don't know. No idea, but apparently they were going to be the Doctor's parents, Simon. That was a strong... Yeah, I remember this one. What was the point of Vinda being there again? Nobody knows. Beautiful. So that he could make Shah say he's beautiful. He is, though. JT reiterates what we've heard. that Coming up next, uh, three episodes next year with uh, Shooting Gatwa for Christmas 2023. So technically, I mean, that's four episodes, I suppose. But yeah, that that mini-series that's coming next, the three episodes led by David Tennant, they tried to make out... Russell T. Davies gave an interview last week saying the stuff about David Tennant. Oh, that's just people making up silly theories, the way that he does. But it's obviously completely and utterly true. Why wouldn't you have David... I think he's gutted. That people like had claw on to that. I think he's absolutely gutted because wouldn't it be wonderful if you had no inclination whatsoever? But Joe, you know what? I was yeah. still happy. Yeah. I remember that regeneration going and thinking, "Oh my god, this is it! It's it's happening!" And as soon as I was so glad he didn't regenerate into Jodie's clothes. And when the clothes changed, I was like, "Fantastic! <laughs> That's amazing!" But that's not so how regeneration cool. works. So you don't just regenerate your clothes. No. That was my only. It, it, oh, it, it did happen once. Point, it did happen no. once before. I think. I think the suggestion was that the, the TARDIS interfered in the first regeneration between Hartnell and Troughton. Isn't that right, Simon? Yeah, kind of. Vaguely, I don't mind but... it because obviously I didn't want. Tenants have to wear that gaudy costume. Mm. <laughs> it was really nice to see um, Paul McGann, though. You know, oh, it was really excellent. nice to see him. 
It was wonderful to see Paul McGann because we had heard and we did have a photograph. You know, it was it was no surprise. I think we I think we were the show that broke this. But as always, either nobody listened or people just didn't tell other people or whatever else. But we did break it. We broke on this show. Well, we broke on this show on Type 40 and Type 40 Live well over a year ago that David Bradley, Sylvester McCoy and Colin Baker were going to be in this special. And as always, people said we were making it up. People were saying we were being malicious and all that kind of thing. Got called all the usual names. So I knew they were going to be in it, but I had no idea that Paul was going to be in it. That was a very nice surprise. And I did love that scene where, where uh, they say, why aren't you in robes? I don't do robes. <laughs> Those... I love that. <laughs> so love him. It. So love him. It. Well, it was, it was great. It was, the whole, that whole sequence was so in keeping for, for all of the doctors, the, the individual yeah. doctors. And Ian is quite right. You know, I have criticised uh, Stephen Moffat so many times before for the fact that he couldn't find a creative way of including classic doctors in the 50th anniversary. And for everything that we've said about Chris Chibnall, Ian is right. The one thing he did get right is he found the way of including classic yeah, doctors. Yeah, he did, yeah. And it I always inv- said, inventive. I always that's why I always criticised Moffat. I always said, it is easy to do. If you use your nouns and think of it, you will find a way to do it. And all credit to Chibnall on this. I absolutely <gasps> hand it to Chibnall. Wow. He did find that he found a completely legitimate way and he wrote them in beautifully. And I have to be honest, my, you know, my favourite scene in this whole piece was um well in the whole mess in all honesty was uh was tegan and the fifth doctor yeah. you know braveheart uh yeah that was oh, just yeah. it lasted about what was it 10 seconds it was beautiful uh, it was by far the best thing in and it was down to their well, play. That was like my that. TARDIS. That was my TARDIS team. Those two I, characters played by yeah. those two actors were when I fell in love with this show. Uh, and um, so it did. I mean, that that did get to me. That did affect me. That's yeah. that's something I never, particularly because Janet hasn't acted for yeah. 30 years. I never thought we'd see that. And Big Finish is lovely. I love Big Finish. You know I do. But there's nothing like seeing, seeing them. And the way yeah. they played that, that scene, they literally, the, the 30, 35 odd years, you know, just slipped away and you were right back there in the mid 80s. And I believed every second of it. And the, the chemistry, and, and this is where it's just so interesting the chemistry for me between, for example, Yaz and the, doc, and the 13th Doctor is zero. It's non existent. Mm-hmm. For all they try to write at this lesbian relationship, it simply doesn't exist. You have about a 10 second scene between Janet Fielding and Peter Davison, and they absolutely nail it. And the chemistry yeah. is beautiful and perfect, and you want to bottle that. Uh, it's just so lovely. And, and so for me, it was worth sitting through 90 minutes of sheer hell just for that one scene. <laughs> did you, did you, know, you um, find it like to be hell? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, that, really sad. Do you know? Um, do you know um, uh, what you call it? Uh, I didn't understand yeah. why, because like even even a teenager can do this now. I don't understand why they didn't do any deep fake on those doctors? Because no. when 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 what's his name appeared? When uh, McCoy to, appeared? But hold awful. on, let me explain. So when when uh, McCoy appeared to 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 Ace, why didn't she say, "Oh my God, you look old"? She didn't say anything that like that at all, did she? She didn't say that at all. So so they could have done it because it's inexpensive to do now. No, but I reckon they should have. I reckon no, they should have. I, I think not, and I because Person. simply because I kind of think no, bring the actors back as they are. Yeah, you can still bring them back. No, no, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying bring them back as they are. Acknowledge them. Well, that doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, no, but 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 let's let's be fair. We as the audience, they've got to think of the audience. We'd already heard that. 
Obviously, We'd already heard that speech once. <laughs> no, but it's, but they, they're not going to spend lots of screen time, are they? We'd, we'd heard uh, Tegan and her doctor go through that speech. Why run through the, basically the same information with two other characters? It eats up screen time. Well, We've it, already got it. We've picked it up. If it's, the, if it's that way for Tegan, it'd be the same for Ace. Uh, yeah, and again, I can I can just one hundred. But Tegan said it, didn't she? If we're going to if we're going to accept if we're going to accept a program about a police box that's bigger on the inside than on the outside, I can live with the <laughs> fact that you know a couple of the characters have, have aged in the years. And it, how do, how we don't know how long they were sitting at the crossroads at the edge of oblivion. Um, you know, that long, huh? Yeah, it's interesting what you were saying about the chemistry because again. Those little tiny scenes were the best. Mm. I was like, let's just get Davidson and Fielding back. And I'll, can you imagine? I, I will watch it. You know, I'm wouldn't, you, wouldn't you love, Sarah, wouldn't you love? Because this was what I was watching, thinking while I was watching it. I was thinking, wow, all I want is a 90 minute episode with Peter Davison and Janet Fielding and Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldridge and let them let them run with this for 90 minutes. Yeah. It yeah. Just yeah. Out. yeah. 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 You know? I, I totally agree with you, Simon. I, I still, I still would love to see Paul McGann, the war yeah. doctor as yeah. a TV show. They spent all that money they? on class, that stupid show called class. Yeah. Yet they could have spent that money and bringing Paul McGann back, which is what the fans want. But then again, the BBC is not about giving the fans what they want. No. Are they? What, what would you want from that though? Because you're not you obviously you're not talking about this episode. You don't want him. You didn't want him all, all, the whole time in this episode. Yeah. No. 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 I yeah, just I want do. to see. No. I just want to see. It's, but it's not their episode be. this time, and it's showed it. No. No. no, no I'm just I'm talking. Yeah. On, yeah. Talking on the side. I'd love to see oh, Paul McGann come back. Well, we're gonna, well yeah. that's the conversation oh, yeah. we'll have to yeah. say for another time. Grand Theft yeah. Auto Lost said, "I never understood why everyone left the TARDIS." Knowing the Doctor regenerates. Yeah, the, the, yeah exactly. One minute they're all huddled round her. One minute they're all huddled round her over her while she's in pain and distress. And then they, they next thing we see, it's just her and Yaz sitting on the TARDIS yeah, eating after ice, all eating the, ice after cream. All the grumbling they said about, oh, she doesn't want to see us. We want to go in they're the off. TARDIS. And then they all book her off. Aren't you? Well, Yaz being jealous, she's like, I want to be the only one next. That was your right, Sarah. That 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 really felt really uncomfortable with me. That we'd invested Mm. some time in these classic characters returning, so Ace and Tegan, Mm. and then they just vanish. Where where have they gone? Oh, I dropped them off at home. That was horrible. That was really. The reason why they did it is to keep Yaz and the Doctor. They wanted to carry on this Sasmin thing. That's the only reason they did it. But but surely they could have done that and still, uh, you know, to me, that's a sign of a poor writer that he couldn't write. Yes. A scene oh, of course. Where oh, we yeah. say nice. goodbye to It would have been, yeah, been nice if they said goodbye to the Doctor and said goodbye to each other and stuff like that. It would have been a really nice scene. You're right. It would have been lovely. Could have been and nice. they can't I even suppose... use an excuse this time. No. <laughs> I, mean, I, I suppose they they did get them all together right at the end for that scene, that's, that uh, scene at the... Uh, at the community centre or whatever it was, where there was lots of companions all sat around as a sort of support network to show that uh, Yaz joining them all there. So we did get to see Tegan and Ace one last time there. But mm. I, I agree, for, for all the momentum of that at the beginning, making a big deal about them seeing the Doctor again, to just to just drop it there, to just leave yeah. it there, did, did jar when they'd wasted screen time earlier in the in the show with just more, as I said, more running around. Mm. Barely, uh, barely two scenes in this thing were 
were in the same place. The TARDIS was flitting about from century to century. And then they put those giant captions up on the screen, like yeah. Adam West Batman episodes or something, you know, down, downtown <laughs> Gotham, big letters. <laughs> but it's not, not Doctor Who. It's fine, it's fine to establish. It's fine to establish a story with those elements, but you can't keep something going for, t- for 90 minutes like that. People's yeah. minds wander, and they see, they see through it, I feel, Sarah. Go on, sorry, you you, you said you can't, but they did. So, so there you go. Why, why was it it's set in right. 1916? Exactly. No idea. Also, well, my brother... Well, the reason why, to answer that question, the reason why is because they worked out that it would be fun, and that's the only reason why they did it, it would be fun for the master to be Rasputin. That's the only oh, I was going to say, because my brother pointed out that the, the flag was wrong for that year, for, for, that, for that century. Apparently. Oh, I think I can probably let that one go, but I don't know. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. That's what he said to me when I was watching it. He goes, "The flag is wrong." I was like, "What?" <laughs> so there you go. I'm glad you brought John Bishop up, Dan, in your next picture because I, though, I'm not really. He's all right, but I like that he actually acted like a normal person would. Yes. Of like, yes. I nearly died. Bugger this! I'm off. And then they didn't even care. Give <laughs> <laughs> But she didn't even care about um, uh, what's his name's cancer. Why would she care about him leaving the TARDIS? You know what I mean? She wouldn't care, would she? You know. Realistically, Dan should have left at the end of Flux. There was, I suppose, he served a purpose in Eve of the Daleks. But that all that stuff, all that material, could have easily been given to one of the other extraneous characters. Legend of the Sea Devils. Everybody was extraneous to that. It was. Fucking awful. Oh, and it was so, the worst episode. And so to have him in this and to just give him that five minutes, I mean, it was very sort of James Bond. Again, I'm sure he had a lot of fun making it and he was probably always going to be in this anyway because he needed to be in that final scene. But mm. yeah, it did feel a bit weird. It's like five minutes in. Oh, no, he's gone. Uh, I don't think John Bishop cares. Uh, I think he's been very clear about why he did this show. He did it for the money and mm. he's made a few friends. I don't doubt it. And, and God bless him. I'm not gonna. I don't think that's wrong in any way. But it it was strange to to uh, exit him stage left again. Bring on Vinda and 101 other people stage right, and just keep me people and things moving through this, so you don't work out how bad it it, it is. It's a conveyor belt, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, and yeah. I think that if I and in some ways I don't want to go back and watch this all because I think it will disintegrate even further. I mean, the more I think about it. The, the yeah, worst, I'm the worst I'm it is. I'm down a little bit now from my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Well, this will cheer you up. Ashad, the last, the the lone Cyberman there. Uh, he's he's sake. still he's still quite a quite a grim looking character. I mean, things like that. Is was this again overburdening the episode, or is it no different than having phantoms in the Death Zone in the Five Doctors? Should we really should we give this a hand wave? It's all a bit of fun, Sarah. No, because he's a stupid character. I yes, yeah. <laughs> he looked great that first that first episode where we introduced him. It was the the villa one, weren't it? That's right. Really good, mm. really good. He was really nasty, and then he had this, the most dumbest plan in the world. Yeah, he did. And then he died, and now it's just like, oh well, it's a good job I cloned you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Why isn't he? Why why isn't he <laughs> fixed himself up? He's still with that rusty old suit, isn't he? And all that. Oh, yeah. I want that. That's what I like about him. <laughs> Rubbish. Honestly, that's what I like about him. <laughs> he looks it's a so distinctive rubbish. look. It's very distinctive. 
Don't care. He, he, Stinks. He good. <laughs> uh, I, I liked his little conversation with Kate Stewart. Obviously, we knew Kate wasn't going to get covered. They didn't even strap her down on that chair. No, they didn't. Oh, but I wish they did convert her. That would have been really sad. That would have been really sad. I like it. There there was no stakes because you know that they weren't going to bring back Tiga and Ace to get him killed because that would have been up Yeah. You know, like the main cast. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant meant Kate, not those two. And Tegan is is straight, everybody. That's what amazed me the most. Yeah. uh... Well, well, they knew they knew they couldn't put that stuff in there. Otherwise, they'll they'll, they'll the, the less people will watch it because they know the BBC actually knows what's happening outside of their bubble. And, so, Ian, and Graham, Graham and Ace had a thing there. Though Ace seemed to be straight as well. Mm. Yeah. But you know, I did on there. It wasn't Simon. I got to oh, admit, yeah, I did good. like. Sorry, pal. No, I did no, like, go for it, Ian. I do did like the ending where all the companions there because it never occurred to me that you would put all the companions and you know have that little club. But that's, that's really just, great. It's a, it's one it was of the a lovely moments. I just wish it was a lovely yeah. moment. I just wish yeah. it hadn't have been in this era. <laughs> yes. In my in my edit, I would take that scene from the end yeah, of that yeah. and I would pop it pop it at the beginning of the very next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's nice to see bad. them though. You got that to make It was lovely. I just enjoy it for what it was. I, I, I loved. I loved lovely. seeing. I loved seeing those yeah. old companions back. I, yeah. Uh, and so, I'm, especially I'm gonna, Ian. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give. Oh, I'm going to give to Chipper yeah. on the one hand. Simon. I'm going to take away because I think it was a brilliant bit of writing of his. Again, it was a brilliant idea. Fantastic mm. idea. You know. Hats off to you, Chibnall, for coming up with that. But the lines that he gave to them yes. were so crass. Yes. I know. You I know, know, Mel saying, how many doctors are there? I mean, for God, is that the most interesting thing you can think of from yeah. Mel's mistake? It was, just, again, brilliant idea, but poorly executed. And again, to be honest, I wanted to see more of it. For goodness sake, if you yeah. bring back Ian, Ian! Oh. Yeah, I know, I know. Please give it and just of, just a little bit more than one. Of all one. the companions, yeah. of all the companions to be there as well, Mel, who the last time we saw her, mm. she was out in space with with glitz, yeah. doing yeah. heaven knows yeah. what. And now, and, and now she's up in a cup of coffee in a community centre. Yeah. Like, what a shame! You know, I, I loved, I did like seeing Bonnie again. Of course, I love Bonnie oh, Langford, yeah. but it, it sort of nailed her down now. It's limited a little. That could be churlish of me because that um, that scene was there to to warm our cockles, and I think it was think. mostly successful. You, do you know what, Dan? They could have started off the show with that, and all of them talking about yeah, what yeah, actually yeah. happened. Yes. You know? I was just going to say that. Me and you, me and you. (laughs) Not you, Shar, anymore. It's just me and her. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it, though. You could have an entire spin-off where that's the start, where somebody's going to tell a story. Probably like, have you ever seen old Jack's boat with Bernard Cribbins? Yeah. Where he just like, he tells a story. Yeah, he does. And then it goes to animation. Yeah. Get the original actors in to talk about. And on the, this day, what we had this adventure, and then go back mm. and do yeah, it the animated. Problem, and the, then you've got the, you can still use the voices, and you've got the problem of the live action. Yeah, the problem the problem with putting that scene right at the very beginning of the show is I would have spent ninety minutes waiting for all those people to be We have another comment here from Cybermat Strikes watching on YouTube. And again, this is another thing. There were so many little things there left dangling. The master said he'd cloned a shad. Why did he why did he do that? 
Don't Why know. would his clone also look busted up? Why there, were so, there, were so many th there were so many things in this that were never remotely, remotely explained or touched no. upon or revisited. I, just, I did, go, I did think about Ian at one point. When, did you? When the master gets the flute out and he... <laughs> Somebody mentioned that. Somebody mentioned that in the chat. You did hear Sasha Dewan. Obviously, he'd got. He was wearing. That was the rumor oh. that we heard that some character <laughs> in this would be wearing a a hodgepodge of lots of the Doctor's yeah. outfits. Didn't we? Did hear yeah. that? So you've got yeah, the scarf, yeah, yeah. stick oh, of yeah. celery, McCoy's jumper. Yeah. But he did whip out Patrick Troughton's flute at one point and he gave did. everybody a blast of this. There you go. Simon, <laughs> Yay. And I thought of you as well. As well there. I thought of Simon. Well, it, <laughs> do you know, it just, it just legitimizes the diary. That doesn't exactly. exactly. And that's the kind of fan service. That's not That's not a member. God, I hate that phrase, yeah. member berry. I really do. Mm -hmm. But that's not a member berry because so many, to so many people, that would, yeah. have, that would have just passed by. It's completely innocuous. It's just yeah. something to warm the cockles of, of a, a minority of a minority of people and yeah. done with a lightness of touch. I, I've got to give credit where it's due. That's yeah, absolutely. Dan, can I ask a question? What happened to Jamie's character? Why wasn't he in that ring? Because he's still alive. Um, Fraser Hines is still alive. I, it, I think it, well, the new Numerous companions who are still alive weren't there. Yeah, it could it could be just there. the fact that they were busy that day, yeah. and maybe it was too small a part for somebody like Fraser. I I, I well, don't I mean, know. Also, also, I was thinking, why was Tom Baker not in the in the classic run of Doctors? Probably yes. the same. He probably just you know he didn't want to do it. You know, there's all manner of reasons. So I think why was why was Carol Ann Ford not? Oh well, no, I suppose she could again. She would. Yeah. Maybe they've been clever. She couldn't be because of course she's left in 24th century mm. Britain, and, and so you know who knows what the reasons were. It just was lovely to see who we got back. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, How more plot things we never got explained. I mean, do we need things like this explaining? I think after forty odd years, it's not unreasonable for Robert Payne to ask in you on on our YouTube comment section, <laughs> how can things be, be decompressed now? Yeah. Could they? Could he decompress Auntie Vanessa? Maybe, maybe somebody did after Logopolis. Maybe she's been living out a life somewhere all this time. Maybe she lived out of retirement somewhere, and Tegan never knew about it. I, I don't mm. know. It was one this of was actually one things. of the reasons. Sorry, Dan. This is actually one of the reasons I wanted to be here because I wanted to know if that was a thing. Because I know that compression yes. was a thing, mm. but no. I thought I've never seen that before. No. Was it ever a thing? You can't okay, do fine. that. You can't do okay. that. It doesn't make any sense. Hello to like Mark yeah. Milford watching on YouTube here. I want to, yeah, he says that uh, just a few moments of classic Who characters versus 98 minutes of crap, or well, 88 minutes of, of crap mm. in this case. Yeah, I laughed, Dan, said Jack Thursby. <laughs> uh, classic 80s fanboy, that's Carl. He says, we all need to remember this was written before Russell T. Davis got the go-ahead to take over. This was written as the last ever episode of Doctor Who. Now, again, this is something that we've speculated on. You know, we've talked about this on Type 40 and Type 40 Live. Chibnall mm. had no idea what was going on. So we do know somebody's asked him about this recently about whether it was intended on being a final episode or not and in all fairness to him i don't think i don't think it was because the, the doctor who intellectual property I, it's kind of too big to 
to go away indefinitely. I think that yeah. any writer would never do that. But I think it does bring things to to a thematic close. And I think I I don't I don't necessarily believe him when he said to uh, to Total TV Guide when they asked him about that. He said your question is quite binary, but it wasn't as binary as that. I wasn't entirely sure what be coming up next. But no, I don't think you're going to watch this and say this feels like an end. But I I think that I think that he is. Uh, taking us for fools there. I think it does feel like an end. I think it was clearly written like an end. And when he says I wasn't in sh entirely sure what would be coming up next, it's because the show, you know, it it hadn't been commissioned for another run. It had been it had been cancelled, and all other negotiations were happening months and miles away from Chris Chibnall's earshot because you know they they'd sent him what they'd sent him packing basically. He's, you know, we have heard allegedly Chris Chibnall's contract was was not renewed he was effectively fired from the show so why why would he why would he know i i understand why people are running defense for this man and i understand why he's being you know this is his career at the end of the day this is the stuff he's mm. gonna say but mm. um I, I think it is it is something that could have served it's no better or no worse no less serviceable as a finale than survival for example simon yeah no absolutely i mean in many ways it's odd because because you said right at the very top of the show that's the end of an era um, and it's odd because it doesn't even feel like the end of an era to me because it, it literally feels like the era never actually started. This mm. just almost feels like a kind of a hiccup. And now, uh, you know what I mean? And you get back to Russell T. Davis, uh, sorry, to uh, David Tennant in the last 10 seconds, you're like, okay, yeah, it is like, it's, it's all, it almost feels like the shower scene from Dallas. It almost feels like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We kind of exactly. see it. We've skipped, I, I we, we skipped a track and we're now back on track again. Um, and, and that's how it feels to me. It almost, in a way, well, doesn't feel like the end of an era. It just feels like if, if an era just sort of fizzled out that never actually got started in the first well, place. Because genuinely, it never did get started. This never took off. Well, it I was never asked, got a hold of the public. I was asked mm. about this, Simon. I, I think it was on social media. Someone asked me about this, about about what do you want to see, you know, will it matter if this or that or the other happens in this episode? You know, they must retcon this, they must do that. Will Chipnell do this or that or the other? It, I said it doesn't really matter. No. He can he can not do any of that or he can fill it with as much as he likes because this, uh, and I, the, the explanation that I used, I likened it to exactly the same thing as you. I said, this is that final episode of Dallas before Bobby came out of the shower where yeah. we knew everything in that 50 minutes was going to come to nothing. This yeah. is exactly the same. And there's a reason why... <laughs> There's a reason why it's it's so <laughs> mimetic. It's because it's completely it's completely true. And as a fandom, as a community, and as creatives, the people are going to take Doctor Who forward. They're going to they're going to retcon. They're going to gradually sort of detach all of that nonsense. I mean, a lot of it's gone gone now anyway. In this yeah. ninety minutes, it didn't get expressively retconned. But by the in a sense, the omission of it, yes. as Charlotte pointed out, by default it means that we can effectively annex it all and write it off as whatever we like. I think the truth of it is we, we probably all feared that this episode might kind of try and reconsolidate the whole timeless child stuff mm. and all that. And might it might become very, very bogged down in the same way that that last timeless child episode did. And so you're right, Dan, the fact that it just completely ignored it by default 
that means at least we can thus ignore it. And I've always said this, there is no need to even retcon it. You just ignore it as though, you know, it, it, it was, it, was it just never really happened. People, people have got very short-term memories. The, the general public, certainly, it'll just be forgotten and ignored. She also, when she was regenerating or when she found out she was regenerating, she also said the same thing that David Tennant said, didn't she? she I can do so much more, she said. It was a, it was a variation of several yeah, things that we've seen various doctors yeah. say. It was like a greatest hits final speech I, actually, yeah. I wanted to ask you guys about about jody whittaker because even though this was her final episode we've spent very little time speaking about the 13th doctor herself her contribution this is her final episode i can't see any showrunner allowing this woman anywhere near this show for a considerable time now i wonder how do you think that she came off in in this you know she, she didn't have that much screen time there wasn't that much for her, her to do. She said even less of consequence and, and didn't really have, that I could see, some good moments as such. But, you know, did she... She talked a little about being aware of the, of the weight of this episode uh, and being grateful and all the usual kind of hyperbole that drives us mad that we see in interviews, Simon. But what did you feel about this performance? Did you, did you feel that this is somebody who was who was feeling uh, history and the weight of the character and raised her game. What do you think? No, I don't, I, I don't personally think... I, I don't know whether she, maybe she genuinely did feel the weight of the character and the weight of, of history on her shoulders. Maybe she did. But bless her, with the best will in the world, I just don't think she is a, an actor, an actress of a, of a calibre that can up her game to bring the kind of gravitas that people like Peter Davison, Paul McGann... Etc. Were bringing to, to their small roles. She's just she she is an actor of very specific kind of roles. And I've always said this. She's great in the stuff that she did in Broadchurch, for example. She yeah. was perfectly cast. So this isn't a criticism of her as an actress. It's a criticism that I just think she was miscast. It's as simple as that. And so no, she didn't up her game for me personally because I don't think she's that kind of actress. She she does what she does. And and that's and that's it. It's the, you know you can't you can't make a, 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 a pint glass hold more than a pint. That's it. No. You get what you get. We so have a comment here from Kelly in the live chat, Sarah, mm -hmm. who says that she still doesn't look doctorish. There are women who could have carried it off, and Jodie is not one of them. Oh, I think exactly. that could be that could be the lasting the lasting epithet of of this character. I mean, I remember when she was cast, you know, I think you were the first person I spoke to, Sarah. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, we whiffed and butted, didn't we? As as the thing lurched from her announcement <coughs> to going into production, you know, we, we were talking to one one another all the way through that, you know, costume, costume reveals uh, and the casting of the, of the companions. Do you, do you remember watching it all come together like that? I do. And... Uh... I hated the costume from the start. I think I liked the coat. I remember you saying you liked the silhouette of the coat, yeah. the trousers. But yeah, I mean, what the other people were wearing, you know, what Tegan, Tegan's coat and what Ace was wearing, that seemed much more doctorish, you know. Yeah. You've got practical trousers and the boots. And, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, the silhouette just looked better. Um and again, just present how she walks. I mean, um, Sasha Dewan wearing that ridiculous costume, the way he moved, the way he walked, he got that, you know, authority. 
It was yeah. threatening, you know, when he was leaning forward. To, and it, it, it didn't distract. It must be somewhere like how Jodie's just holding herself. She doesn't, she never seems confident enough. Um, but I mean, I've not watched a full episode since The Timeless Children. Oh, once. yeah, I forgot. And oh, I don't see so how, how was it then, after two and a half years, coming back to this show? Was that strange for you? Yeah, a little bit, and then it just... But then it wasn't, because it all just came flooding about. <laughs> she's not yeah. changed. She's still talking at 100 miles an hour. She's still telling us things instead of showing. And I think... I, I didn't... I haven't seen any progression. I think Yaz had more to do. That was the only thing I could tell you, and I was happy to see Graham again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Suddenly appear from nowhere. Hmm. I know, you just happened to be there in that volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look at some of the other comments that we've got here. Like people are coming thick and fast here with with, with more. Uh, we have people asking pretty reasonable questions, such as why was uh, why was Paul McGann's doctor not in the the robes like everybody else? They did. Because they did he's cool. That's <laughs> why yeah. in the script. And uh, Jack like Thursby. Still said, there's always one. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Again, I thought that was that was fine. And no great loss. Dan says says Kelly. And uh, uh, what else? Uh, she went out with a whimper, adds Jack Thursby. Yes, yeah, she did. Yes, did. What? Uh, this is an interesting question. Who found Dan says, what was the power of the Doctor? It wasn't answered. Now, what was the title all about? What did what that allude surprise. to? No idea. Well, no. I, I, told you, I told you that I didn't care about the title, and that was the reason, because I knew it was going to amount to nothing. Yeah, but then, I mean, to be yeah. fair, we can probably label uh, level that at quite a few classic episodes yeah, as true. well, you that's know. True. Yeah. They should have just called it the Master's Dalek plug, which is what it was. Mark Milford it was another, another nice, nice moment. Uh, there was a couple of nice moments like that. Nice little nods that nobody else would have noticed that were fine what by me. Mark Milford asks, could Type 40 Live do a watch party? Couldn't afford something. Could Type 40 Live do a watch party of Power of the Doctor? I'd mm. buy the alcohol. That's very generous of you, Mark. I don't well, you think need, so. I, I think yeah, that uh, Shah, she, she it may would just well. Be uh... me, I'm afraid. So, <laughs> you you'll get overdrawn for a month, then. Uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, your yeah. finest prosecco. <laughs> uh, ex, uh, we've got a comment here from Gary Akers to the Retro Doc. Mm. says, except for the Hi, classic Gary. scenes, I wasn't Hi, emotionally engaged with anything, especially the regeneration. Yeah, that was mm. me that. too. Retro Doc, miscast. Uh, Tony L says, I watched Flux again, and to me, the Timeless Child storyline was done in the last two episodes of the Flux. Uh, you know what? Those two episodes were so awful, relentlessly terrible, and so fast. You know what? Maybe I maybe they were. I mean, I certainly never rewatched re them, but that's how meaningless it all was. You know, it, it was absolutely awful. Uh, imagine, Jane <laughs> imagine Jane Horrocks as the Doctor adds Jane no, Knight. You. I don't know who that is. She probably do a uh, better job. <laughs> that's her from Little Voice and absolutely fabulous. She's not a nice actor. She'd brilliant. Andy C said, "I did notice that Jodie seemed to dial back some of her gurning and speaking at a hundred words a second, but it's much too little, too late." I'm glad oh, you noticed that, that, Andy. <laughs> I have to I say, when when Jody smiled, I mean genuine smiled, she did look really nice. I'm like, 
where's that smile been? Why has it always been like this snarky smirk? Mm. My mum yeah. said that. She said mm. there's one thing that she loves about doctors that is that they all have a certain smile and, you, and mm-hmm. if your smile isn't right it, it will never work so yeah you've got uh, i'm so glad you said that because my yeah. mom said that and i said yeah Good i point. get that too yeah she's trying to be too quirky oh, as the doctor wasn't she <laughs> i mean peter davison wasn't that quirky as the doctor was he he was kind of more straight and more kind of forceful and stuff like that jody took the wrong wrong path the, there was a lightness of touch doctors, to what what davison what yeah. davison did obviously yeah. being a very very young man Mm-hmm. Oh, hello. Again, we've got a, again, again, we've got a comment here. What I was saying, which is she was just miscast. I'm sorry. Yeah, she is. Not. She has. Yeah, she's been miscast. Just simple as that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dan. We have a comment here from Ian Scales who said, "I thought she gave her best here." Speaking about Jodie Whittaker, her going out alone deliberately—that tore me apart. I'm sorry. To wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't mean to laugh. I just, I <laughs> Ian, I'm glad you've had a good time with it. Sincerely, I, I am. Again, again. To, we have to, to point away. out we it's don't mind we don't mind if you like it i mean good good for yeah. you if you like it. and if you like if you're a fan of jody that's great but we obviously have to tell we have to express our opinion no i think and this is what we're here for exactly. he's been listening to us for for quite a long time now so i think i think he's fine with it i think he's fine yeah yeah luke emmett luke i have to mention luke emmett because this is a man of great of great refinement and taste he says that i'm having a better i'm having a better time watching this stream than i did watching the watching the special i won't say what it's called thank you thank you luke you can come again mate straight to the top of the christmas card list and duncan shaw says uh was more the writer's fault than jody's she was never good see don't hire duncan it's good to see you i won't have this it's been four years this woman has to take some responsibility for this she's middle-aged she's not a child and she's a professional actress she's been crap and we need to accept that and i'm not saying she needs to come out and say sorry guys i was crap but we all need to accept the fact that she was crap and learn from well, it the and other, the brand well, need to move on. Well, the other thing that, that follows on from that, Dan, is is, is mm. that the other characters in this piece tonight had the same writing, you know, yep. Janet Fielding, mm. Sophie Aldred, mm. uh, for the brief appearances of Peter Davis and Colin Baker, etc. They yep. all have the same writer, but they can carry it off. Mm. Um, and, and that's that's the mark of a good actor. And so, yet again, I'm sorry, Jodie just isn't, up to that part. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm, I think oh, there's well. going to be a lot more that we can say about this special over time. There's going to be a lot of fallout from it. I would imagine if, if uh, past experience is anything to go by, the publicity material, because obviously we came rushing straight to YouTube, all of us, as soon as our little legs could carry us to give you our thoughts about this. The very first time we've done this on Type 40 or Type 40 Live, followed up a brand new episode of Doctor Who with our piping hot takes. There's lots that we haven't even touched on. There's plenty that they didn't touch on, come to think of it, in The Power of the Doctor. And there'll be lots of threads. For those of us, Shah, who are brave enough to uh, to pick this up and give it a rewatch, I think there'll be a lot more to get stuck into, to to tear apart. And Or maybe there could be some more little nuggets of gold that we've forgotten, you know, it's simply because it's been such an intense evening for everybody within Doctor Who fandom. In fact, it's been quite an intense day. It's been quite an intense day as well. Obviously, this was all done to mark the, the 100th centenary of the BBC. I haven't watched any of the other programming. <laughs> of course I haven't. You think I'm insane? I'm going nowhere near any of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's all finished now. I think that was the, the last shout. And it ended with that, that 
brief glimpse of what's to come next. I think the continuity continuity announcer said, didn't he? There's a look now at the next series, not mm, the yeah. next special, the next mm -hmm. series. So that's where they're going with it. Whether they'll bill it as a season or not, I don't know. Clearly, David Tennant is the 14th Doctor, which explains why Shuti Gatwa has never been referred to as the 14th Doctor in publicity. Mm -hmm. We were right about that as well. Mm. Been lots of, we've been right about lots of things here on Type 40 and Type 40 Live. We've been wrong about other things too. You know, she didn't regenerate wearing that space. Which obviously, that was, the big, that was the big gambit from me. But I knew that they were, they were never going to make David Tennant wear that bloody stupid costume. Mm. Let's have one last look in the live chat and see what people, what people are saying as, as we head off. Uh, Duncan says that Jodie was more of an impromptu Doctor with no knowledge of the Doctor Who series. Uh, again, th that's something I know a lot of people have got. I don't expect actors to know a, a series inside out. I don't even expect them to know a character inside out, but I, I expect them to at least give some, you know, give a toss. Investigate. Nice Investigate. Yeah. yeah, Matt Smith did. You know, he had no problem yeah. just picking up a few DVDs, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't uh, a fan, was he, at all? Yeah. No, no. Uh, this is, uh, like most TV series, Doctor Who is going off with a bang, adds, adds Duncan. And we've got lots of other lots of other smiley faces. So it'll be interesting to know, to find out as this goes on, as as we wake up tomorrow and see the publicity material, because I believe that fresh promotional photographs have been issued in the time that we've been live streaming. There's probably press releases and all sorts coming out. There's supposed to be an announcement too from, from Big Finish coming tomorrow about David Tennant. This is another reason why I was so certain that it would be David Tennant that was going yeah. to be at the end of this episode because you know, Big Finish have had this big announcement planned for tomorrow. They're very mm -hmm. good at marketing over at Big Finish. Yeah, yeah. They time their things absolutely perfectly. So, yeah, I, I'm feeling generally, yeah, I think we got more right than we, than we did wrong. Does anybody know if it's been on the news? Because I distinctly remember I David Tennant's so. regeneration being on the news at 10. Probably yeah, it's probably going to be, but we missed we missed the news. Oh, I yeah, never right. thought so. I honestly <laughs> think uh, it won't be. You know, do you know who I won't be missing Ian? Hmm? Who that? Who that then? Oh, uh, Jodie <laughs> Whittaker, who who has been playing the Thirteenth Doctor supposedly for the last four years on screen. Farewell, Jodie Whittaker. And Mandip Gill. That was the power of the Doctor. An adventure in space and time for all the family. So the publicity blurb said, Star Jodie with Mandip Gill, John Bishop, Sophie Aldridge, Janet Fielding and Sasha Dewan. It was written by, by Chris Chibnall, directed by Jamie Magnus Stone. And the music was by Sagan Akinola. But it does close out that entire era of Doctor Who, for better or for worse. Let us know what you think of it all, of course, here in the live chat and the comments section on YouTube. We'd love to know what your thoughts are about this evening's entertainment, all those events, what's coming next in the future, and about all the things that we... Yeah. All the things that we've been saying. They are Hello to... Yeah, okay. Hello to everybody at BBC Studios. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation. And leave us a comment. By all means, that would be nice. And let us know what you think in the comment section. Follow us on social media, by all means. Thanks, Auntie. Okay. One, one last look. Yes, uh, JT, he's checking the BBC sh socials all this week, everybody. Yeah, because more more's going to be released. God bless JT. We love JT. <laughs> they, he's a true we have it on every authority, don't we, BBC? That they have, <laughs> you have your fingers on the button. The 60th anniversary 
effectively begins now. They can't wait to roll this thing out so that we forget about all of that. And who would blame them? I don't blame you, BBC. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to everything that 2023 is, has in store for us. David Tennant, Shooter Gatwa, all of it. And we'll be talking about all of it too here on Type 40 and, and Type 40 Live. You can guarantee that too. But if you'd like to do some real-time travelling of your own you'll be pleased to learn you'll be happy and safe in the knowledge to know that each and every edition of this show past present and future is just a tap or two away on the device of your choice but only if you know where to look there's well over 100 now great conversations previews reviews deep dives and all manner of other hoovian treats if you know if you know where to look so that's over at type40.podbean.com you get all the audio editions of type 40 live that's our weekly magazine show that's pretty raw and <laughs> that's pretty raw in itself and every edition of type 40 live a doctor who podcast go and get all of that at type40.podbean.com or on the podcatcher of your choice i'm talking spotify apple Podcasts, google all those places we're <laughs> over all of them Podbay and podbean you name it we're there and uh, you can get in touch with us through our social media of course you can that's over on instagram and twitter at type 40 doctor who let us know what you think of, of all of this that we've been rambling on and rattling on about on this edition of the show. Or you can, if you're really brave, you can join us in the Type 40 Facebook group and swap, swap your theories about where things are going next and vote in our poll. There'll be a poll later on this very week so you can register your uh, approval of the power of the Doctor and we'll be getting around to those results on a future edition of the show. And uh, yeah, don't forget... For more great conversations and podcasts, connect in that parallel universe that we call the Fandom Podcast Network. There's new episodes of all those shows covering all those other genres that are dropping pretty much on the daily. So please consider a step sideways in time over there to the Fandom Podcast Network. Simon, what are, what are your closing thoughts about this? Obviously, it's, it could be a long time till we get Here another we new episode. You of really Doctor want to know? I mean, are you, are you, glad, are you just glad? Are you just are you just glad that it's? Are you just glad yes. that it's all over? Is it? Is it oh, well, you know what? No, I, actually, my closing thoughts are: I'm relieved that uh, Chris Chibnall didn't mess up the characters of Ace and Tegan. Mm -hmm. Do you know what? That's what I'm relieved <laughs> about after tonight. He didn't mess it up, and I'm just relieved to see this era over and gone. That's it. Okay, you, Char, what, what are your thoughts? You've had a pretty good evening, or I think you've enjoyed it more than the rest of us. So yeah. where are you at with it at the moment? Are you feeling pretty upbeat and just looking forward yeah. to the fact that we've got a box fresh new version of the show coming? Absolutely, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really, really happy to see that we've got something new coming and fresh. And, oh, and I love David Tennant, so I'm really, really excited. I love Donna. I'm just really excited to see Shooty as well. I just feel like it was such a long time ago that we got the announcement of, of him. So I'm just, yeah, I'm really excited for all of that. I'm excited for what's to come and to be excited again. I think that's wonderful. And I'll leave it there. <laughs> how about how about you, Ian? You know, this is, mm. this is a whole era of the show that's wrapped up an entire production. And, uh, in fact, this finished filming... Well, over a year ago, the bulk of it, you know, there were pickups with David Tennant, which we, we'd heard about. He was spotted in Cardiff and they denied everything, but it leaks onto Twitter the way these things always do. But it's the, it's the end of, of an era that literally drove you away. You know, you hadn't watched it for quite some time. Do you, mm. feel, do you feel like you can start again with this show? You know, we've got a little time between now and the next one. This, this one hasn't left you with too much of a sour taste. How did you feel seeing David Tennant stood there? Does it mean you're going to be there for the next one? 
Yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, obviously, I like David Tennant. I I'm, I, I would prefer it if he she turned into Matt Smith. To tell you the truth, because I like David, Matt Smith better than David Tennant. But but I I, I you know the, from the clips they showed at the ending, you know, for for the up and coming David Tennant thing, it looks great. It looks great. He 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 looks a bit older, a bit a bit you know raggedy a bit. But you know, I I, I it's obvious that this, this show was failing, and they brought David Tennant in to bring some of the fans back. And I'm I'm back to see David Tennant. Whatever happens with Shooty, we'll find out. But I know what we're going to get with David Tennant and Russell T. So fingers yeah. crossed that's going to be good. And quite frankly, I'm not sad that Jodie's gone for obvious reasons. But also, it doesn't affect me because I only watched season one and 20 minutes of the one you oh, told yeah. me to watch, Dan. So it doesn't really affect me because I've never watched Flux or any any other stuff like. That. So when I saw Jodie again, it was just like watching season one. I was thinking, yeah, she's still as she's still as bad. And now she's gone. Let's just move on to David Tennant. That's that's how I feel, you know. And and the only good thing about this this um this one, and I know Simon agrees with me, is seeing the old doctors back and the other oh, assistants. Yeah. I thought that was really really good. There you go. I love that you called him assistants. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Milford says, I would like to thank all of the Type 40 and Type 40 Live family for being Absolutely, here sir. during this dark time in fandom. Thank you, thank you, Mark. It's, it's some, some days have been darker than others, haven't they, Simon? Some of those reviews that we had to do. Do you remember pulling ourselves through that Timeless Children review? God almighty. My goodness, I remember reviewing those early episodes. <laughs> <laughs> But we can't, yeah, we can't get stuck into reliving old times now. I think that's time to wrap it up. Sarah, I'm so glad you were able to make it as well. It wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been the same without you. You know, you hadn't watched it in quite some time. I felt such a knot of dread knowing, you know, all these characters that were going to be on. But yes, thankfully, you know, they got off lightly. You didn't mess it up. But yeah, I just felt such a sense of relief and just seeing David again. And that, you know, and like, Shaw was saying just them a couple of seconds mm. you know it just felt like Doctor Who again so yeah I think, to, yeah. I think next year is going to be a really great year I Plus she's that's... a bit tipsy because she's been drinking so I she's am fine a bit tipsy <laughs> <laughs> she's been drinking from I... my bottle as well so it's really bad <laughs> I, think, I think that's how I felt I, I wouldn't say it was throughout the whole thing but certainly as we got closer towards the end I did get the feeling that more and more that I was watching Doctor Who again the Doctor, eventually the Doctor was back. This was a version of the show that I recognised to some degree or another. The, that I could see there wasn't any identity politics in this. There were enough touchstones in this, familiar faces in this. And whilst it was by no means a successful production, things could have ended a lot, lot worse. And if it's this version of the TARDIS too, apparently that's the last time we're going to see the TARDIS interior. That set was struck. Uh, so, I don't, so I don't know whether the inside of the old girls changed as well, but the, the outside is going to carry over into the next series, as the announcer said. So we'll see we'll see where that goes. Uh, thank you all for spending this couple of hours with me, with us, here live on YouTube and Facebook for the very first time. We've, we've been here on the Type 40 Doctor Who podcast completely live with these piping hot takes about the power of the Doctor. We'd love to know what you've got to say about it all. Please like this video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Spacebook. A lot of people watch our Doctor Who content, but less than half, less than half of the people who watch it regularly are subscribed. What's going on with that? What's subscribe all that about? Subscribe to the channel and hit the cloister bell 
particularly as the cloister bell was going off so much in the power of the Doctor, hit the cloister bell so you get all the notifications about each episode of Type 40, a Doctor Who podcast, and our sister show, that weekly live magazine show, Type 40 Live, every Thursday from 8pm here on the Facebook Channel 2, and you can catch it all at type40.podbean.com. Thank you to everybody else on the panel. It's been a long night. We always have the time if you have the space here at Type 40, but that's us off back into the vortex again. We'll see you, we'll see you in a couple of days. No, no. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.